Swamp Thing is from what? A cartoon? Cartoon. From, yeah, this is probably going to be, of our all our superheroes, the most well-known superhero. Because he not only had two movies, mm-hmm. one we're doing, he had two TV series. Whoa, okay. And a cartoon series. Apparently, Swamp Thing's got a, a, a recent TV series as well. Yeah, it lasted like a season. And we have done none of the I, research, I'm guessing? No, none of the research. I've heard it's good. From, I've heard, from yeah. a person we know. Yeah, we both know him. We both heard it from the horse's mouth he, uh, last week. And he is he a good judge of character? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Jury's still out on the Swamp Thing yeah, show. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. So I did not like the one that was from the '90s. I think it was on the USA Network. Mm-hmm. Didn't care for it. Didn't, costume like, a little better than this. A one? little better. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like the costume than this one, but just like like one of those things where like uh, army guys who have like the. You know what? I don't know what they call it. Well, but it's like, uh, yeah, it's got it's, like leaves and shit. Yeah, yeah it's like that thrown yeah. on top. Of Swap it. camo, if you will, yeah. whatever it's called. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now, what's infuriating me is that for some reason you gave us a cliffhanger last week, and you didn't even tell me off mic. You made me Whoa. wait. Griff, the story's so great. I, I, I can't just blow it. Millhouse has already taken up laying in the closet for some reason. That's her new place to nap. And I've just been sitting in the closet pulling my mustache out. I know, I know there's something different about you. Yeah, yeah. Your mustache is gone. I'm all gone. It looks like I have alopecia. Scabs on your upper lip from ripping them out. I've just been tearing out my hair Mick Foley style. Mankind. I've been I've been talking to rats and shit. What is this story? I need it. Okay. All right. Sit down. Sit down. Okay. I'm going to tell you the story. I saw this movie when it came out in 1982. It was my eighth my eighth birthday. My sisters took me to the Pontiac Mall, which is no longer there. It doesn't exist anymore. It was a double feature, Griff. Swamp Thing and Clash of the Titans. Mm. Did not stay for Clash of the Titans. I said, I'm just watching Swamp Thing. And I got... There's a lot of... Sh- I swear this is not a Mandela effect. I saw this. Because there's a lot of controversy on the internet about this. They claim, and I saw it with my own, my, my eight-year-old eyes, that burned in my retinas, that the more famous Adrian Barboob scene in this movie is, is not in the American cut. It was in the international cut. I saw it, and I highly doubt that they're going to just, little Pontiac Michigan's going to get the international cut for this movie. I remember clearly seeing Adrian Barbeau's boobs I was mesmerized. That's why I was like, I can't stay for Clash of the Titans. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm feeling. You're like, I got to find the closest bridge, get my butthole <laughs> warmed up. Well, I don't know what that I, means. I, yeah, I didn't go that far. But I'm eight years old, Griff. Come on. Hey, I'm not saying you knew what you're doing. You're just like, I got the sensation. My butthole feels like it needs a warming and that when something I, else I don't know. I don't, I'm like feeling it for women. I'm not like, I get some, I get to have up my butthole. I mean, that's... It's all right, Murray. That's your thing. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have it. It's all but... right, Murray. You're just unexplored. I yeah, get it. You're, you're right. I'm a butthole warming night. You're going off track here. What's going on? That's it. What do you mean that's it? That was the story. That's I, it? I told you it was going to be a rambling story that made that 
serve no purpose. What? I, that's, what I, that's what I teased last week. I never said it was great. You told me that this was going to be a life-changing anecdote. It changed my life. Lips. You did go under the bridge. Now you know. Don't believe what the fucking internet tells you, Griff. The tits were in the 1982 American Cup. Oh, man, and what tits those were. I, they I, lingered on them. They lingered for like four minutes on her, right. just in the swamp. Just great sets Filthy in this movie. Filthy swamp. Filthy swamp. Great, Why would you be bathing? Great fucking sets in this movie. Yeah, every swamp. Everything. <laughs> it was so green. It was so beautiful. Loved all of it. Oh, my God. I'm, I had to do so much research on that flower he picked because I was like. The orchid? I was like, that doesn't look like an orchid. They're in it the right. It didn't pl- look like an orchid, but that's what they said it was. Yeah, it look. It's in the right. And place. I don't believe orchids are tr- growing trees. Aren't they just their own plant? It wasn't growing off a tree. It was growing kind of on. No, it. but 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 when it gets hit with the the, the ectoplasm, it yes, turns it into a tree. Into, but we don't know what's in that ectoplasm. That's the true. ecto cooler. We don't know what that is. So, because uh, yeah, it does like turn into a tree. And plus, uh, orchid. I did when I was eight. I did drink antifreeze, thinking I could turn into Swamp Thing. And mm. I, I just turned blind temporarily. That's all that <laughs> just happened. Turned blind. That's all that. Oh happened. God, man. it's good though. That's why they say keep that away from like animals because they like to taste antifreeze. Now, Murray, I, 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 I already appreciate this movie for many reasons. Ninety minutes. I love that part. Practical effects. Yeah. Mul- a little too practical, but yeah. multiple boobs. But that's where it stops. Multiple boobs. Lots of ashes shaking. Like, you saw this when you were eight. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And this is probably like a PG. It was a PG movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing. You could see. It, well, because it wasn't. And this is how they got away with it. It's like, well, she's bathing. That's not sexual. Yeah. But what about the dancers? And also, I remember that too, the yeah. second pair of tits was not like hypersexual, but it was soft. Yeah. Well, that is it. we could handle this shit back then. You, we can't we, now for some reason. We walked you eight-year-old brains into an opium den right. and showed you live dancing <laughs> I had and probably seen boobs. Because remember, it was like PG, Question Titans had some boob shots and a butt shot. I like that you were like, I saw one pair. I don't want to stay for two pairs. I'm, I'm I'd out. already seen Clash Titans because Clash Titans had been out like a year before. I was going to say, wasn't that's, it already out? Yeah, that's why it was like it was the B movie because yeah. it, it had been around for a while. They had his – Wes Craven had his chance – to put the first superhero dick on the big screen. And think about Swamp Thing's dick. He grows that little arm. He could have grown a little dick a with little, a hand. Uh, a little baby arm. With, you could have grown like super. A, an apple. He could have grew the dick. A to little be, apple. Yeah. He could have grown the dick to be whatever anyone whatever wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And instead we get nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Wasted opportunity. Instead, we have to wait another twenty years when we get fucking Doctor Manhattan's big old donger swinging around. It's okay if it's colored. If it's a blue, I would dick, have liked to have been on the discussions dick? about. It. You know, there were discussions about that for Manhattan's dong, like the size, oh. girth. Is he a cut, uncut? You know, they now were just you, like oh. getting notes from fucking executives. Guys, if you go, if you're going to a theater in East, you know, south of uh, Detroit or wherever the fuck we are from Detroit right now, I can't we're west remember. of Detroit. If we're at the movie theater and you happen to be in the same theater, don't sit by me and Murray because we're we're whispering. We're experts, so we're always whispering back and forth to each other notes about the we're movie. Studying, you know, we're studying, we're just... and when we saw, if we saw Watchmen together, that's exactly what we would be doing. Is that the right size? Is that the right pulsation on that dick? Would a superhuman have a dick that big or that small? Exactly. What do you do? These are the real conversations, you know? This is why we can't see modern movies together, because we just note them to death. Can't see them in fresh eyes. Yeah. So speaking of notes, 
I hear you've done some fantastic research on this movie. Yes, I looked into this. Uh, my crack staff. I didn't look into it. I had our crack staff look into it, and they of just, course. although they did, they printed out the IMDb tribute for me, and I briefly glanced over it. Oh, nice! I read three of the topics. <laughs> this uh, almost killed Wes Craven's career. I think I'm pretty sure this movie bombed when it came out. I imagine it did. Um, and then two years later, he came up with Nightmare on Elm Street, and then he's toast of really? the town. No shit. Okay, I would have thought this was uh, after Nightmare. No, this is two years before. I like. Uh, I liked it better. All the practice. Oh, I already talked about that. I really, I enjoy a lot of this movie. Yeah, ninety minutes. I didn't get exhausted. The, uh, yes, it, 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 it was really fast. Yeah, unlike a certain movie that just came it, out. What? Uh, so superhero movie that just came out, Black Widow. That's probably clocking in at like two and a half hours. At least, and then you got to stay for the, like the end thing through the ten minutes of fucking credits. I don't know how people enjoy a superhero movie for two and a half well, hours. Everyone's in luck because I think all the movies we're doing are 90 minutes this month. So, yeah. And we're in luck because I don't want to sit through a two and a half hour movie. I don't want to sit through a two and a half hour movie. Uh, star Ray Wise who plays Alec Holland, the alter ego of Swamp Thing. He originally was going to be the Swamp Thing. Oh, and that then Dick Durak who played, who's the stunt man who wound up playing Swamp Thing. It was because they, the the both the, when they were in the costumes, they looked so different that they were like it would look fucked up on camera. So yeah. they were like, "We got it, yeah, we, we got to keep them." You know, so Ray Wise did do some scenes, but they just cut them as as Swamp. Thing. I'm kind of surprised because there's only a few scenes where he's actually like in focus and everything. There's a lot of him just like traversing the swamp. Yeah, there's a lot of easily, him staring into the camera for some reason. Yeah, from a distance, and they could have had him do a couple lines. You know, they could have had him shriek out. I recognize that wasn't Ray Wise's shriek, but. Fuck Ray Wise looking good in this movie. When he turned to face the camera that first time, I was like, oh boy, I just got hot. Ray Wise, beautiful man. I didn't realize that his path, to, uh, his road to redemption began in the early 80s, though, because he's this super scientist, Alec Holland. Alec Holland? Alec Holland. I should know this. I'm a big Swamp Thing fan. I have a, I have a huge collection. And we will say this was this came movie came out before Alan Moore took over. So this yes. is based on the classic Bernie Wrightson Len Wein take on loosely based. There's some like Bar Adrian Barbo's character was a man in the comics. I think I think his name was Matt Cable in the comics. Oh. Because there is a woman, I think, named Alice Cable there, there, well. No, there's Abigail Arcane. Abigail, okay. Who's his girlfriend, who is the yes. niece of a Anton Arcane, yep. the villain of our movie. Interesting. I don't even remember this much of it. Like, uh, Alan Moore's the main run that I've read, but I have, like, the Len Wine. Yeah. I have, like, a big bulk of that because I got it at Back to the Past early in their auction days. Um, but my God, those Alan Moores are so fucking trippy. He's like going back in time through the swamps. It's, it's fucking psychedelic and great. That shit's so good. But yeah, where were we going with that? I don't remember. We were just, see, this is the fun comics to talk about. I don't want to talk about modern comics. So, uh, we don't have to. All I know is if they got this movie today, we wouldn't have practical effects. We'd have a horrible green screen. He'd be bashing cars, exploding everything. We wouldn't have Jude. And if we did, we'd get an hour's hey, worth of backstory Jude. on him. He works as such a great character because you get like 10 minutes. I never understood what he said. I love him. <laughs> Jude is the best. at a gas station in the middle of the swamp. Yeah, that didn't have pumps. Uh, yeah, I guess the Cajuns, when they need their, their uh, gasoline. Petrol. Yeah. 
I s- they come to Jude. I could have swore I saw Chance Bordeaux ride on a horseback by him. You did. Yeah. Him. <laughs> There's so many Louisiana things we'll point out in this movie, everybody. Uh, I was happy to see. We I think this is our first David Hess movie. And if you're a fan of Wes Craven, of course, you know he's the main creep from Last House on the Left. And he was, to me, he's the finest creep of all time. If you need a rapist, you need a greasy rapist, you call up David Hess. So, uh, he made a career. That's all he ever played, Griff, were creeps. Do you think he, he took tips off Jeff Goldblum in Death Wish, or did Death, uh, Jeff Goldblum take... I think, no, I think David Hess is just a creature unto himself. I think he's just, he just reached inside his inner workings and pulls it out. I, w- I wish people would help us with this, because we were trying, and we I don't, I don't watch enough modern media at all. Who's our modern... David has. Who's that creep? Who's in movies just popping up? People aren't to... allowed to be creeps now, now because like it's like we have to even with like the Marvel movies we're talking about. Every villain's got to have some tragic backstory, so we have to sympathize with them. Yeah, like there are psychopaths in the world, people. Yeah, and we're we... seeing more of them every day. Maybe yeah. that's why they can't have them in movies because we need an <laughs> escape from the real world. Where we have the creep right out there. It's like fucking Hannibal Lecter. Like when he came out, he was just this creep. And it's like, no, we need to do a backstory movie. Explain why he's a cannibal. Oh, was which one was that? I I don't know. I think it was it was called Hannibal. I think it was called. Now he's got he's got a whole fucking uh, TV show now too. Well, what he did is it's been canceled. It's already canceled. Yeah, it was on a few years ago. People just try to do something new, even if it doesn't work. Just throw shit at the wall. Baywatch Nights got two seasons. And, only, and it got, only got good in the second season. And it only you, got, you need to let it breathe. And everything. Like, if they had just cut the, sorry, I'm gonna go off on a Baywatch <laughs> Night's Rant. If they had just cut the cord off the first season, I'm sure the first season sucked because we're never gonna watch. We're it. never. No. But then it was like Hoff was like, "How about paranormal investigations?" And then we got 22 brilliant episodes. Yeah, and we've got a course. Our we're help. gonna have 22 brilliant tippy taps. Because of that. Yeah, that's another. <laughs> we got Japanese Spider-Man and Baywatch Noise that were like, we got to finish both these. Well, the second season of one and yes, we're, the whole we're series of the other. We're binging at a snail's pace. Oh, we're the you, slowest. It's going to take 20 years this to do is it. How, you know me, though. This is how I like to binge things. <laughs> Three-year span of binging. Binging. Yeah. <laughs> Snailing is my uh, phrasing there. Um, we have gone on for forever now. We haven't done this in a while. A we haven't. Meandering. We have not done this in a while. Uh, all I can say is I fucking love this. I I'm so happy about this movie. Well, let's Clean get ninety minutes. Yeah. Very easy. I think it was eighty eight to be technical. Oh boy. Uh, so let's just get into it. Get it. Let's bite into a big old greasy, wet, sloppy monk munch of uh, I don't know where I'm going with this swap thing. <laughs> Government agents, scientists, soldiers, master criminals, secret formulas, monsters, and midgets. None of them belong in this swamp. Only one thing does. The Swamp Thing. Uh-huh. Here comes trouble. The Swamp Thing. Think of neighborhood. 
Adrienne Barbeau and The Swamp Thing, an outrageous pair in the incredible adventure that grows on you or all over you. The Adventures of the Swamp Thing. The comic book legend lives. Not long ago, in the unexplored reaches of an unmapped swamp, the creative genius of one man collided with another's evil dream, and a monster was born. Too powerful to be destroyed, too intelligent to be captured. This being still pursues its savage dream. And we're just scanning those beautiful fucking What's a savage swamps? dream? I don't even understand that intro. Uh, yeah, I don't know what a savage... To become well, human again? Human I, again? I, I, he kind of was cool with it. He was like, he went with the flow. He's like, yeah, I'm a swamp creature now. I remember in some of it I've read where it's like he did want to figure out how to be human again. But in the Alan Moore shit, he was just explore. He... Well, in the Alan Moore sh- shit, he realized he's not Alec Holland. Yeah. He's an Earth Elemental. Yes, exactly. So. And he just explores. He does his eat, pray, love at that moment, and he just figures out how far he can go into, like, everything. That's and when he figured out he could grow a swamp dick. That's That was a great Alan Moore uh, issue. I haven't got to that one yet. I'm excited. About, it was just about swamp dick. I can't wait to get to that one because, again, I'm doing that at a snail pace. I'm on 18 years of reading that. Yeah, still haven't you finished like, it. But my God, I seriously, I love all the sets of this movie. I love everything shot in the swamp and everything. You got all the fucking rundown shit. It's, I mean, it's sad, but at the same time, it's fucking cool for this movie. Appreciate well, that I way more. I expect the swamp thing to be in a swamp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they actually did it instead of filming it in some weird studio. So as we're scanning all the swamps, we got to go to the air where Alice is flying in. She's being choppered in. We're still confused on what her occupation is. Tech yeah. something. I was thinking reporter for some reason. That's what I remembered it as. But no, she's some kind of government agent. Is she government agent of some sort? Maybe uh, she. But yeah, it had to be government related because he was on a uh, government contract. She, she was replacing a guy who's working there before. Who got chomped up by alligator? Alligator. Uh, yeah. Uh, so she's coming in to fill it in, and she's going to be. There's security uh, cameras and yeah, I don't know. She's drones. yeah, she's like part of security detail. I don't know. It's so weird. Well, because- I don't know because also they're pulling him out, so I don't know why she's even coming. Because the whole point is the they're like cutting the cord on this this. Uh, oh, were they? Yeah, they were pulling uh, Alec out because he insisted he had to be in the swamp because he's a method scientist. Yes, I love this about Alec. Yeah. I'm a method scientist. I need to be here where life is. And, hey, I agree with him. I like this. So as we see the chopper, we cut down, and then we see what comes from behind a tree. Greasy as fuck. David has got a stogie in his mouth. And? Got the bandana. Not a shoestring. Don't no. don't confuse him for uh, Steve James. This is a thick old bandana. Got a little fucking mini Nang Chen. His hair pulled oh, back. Oh, boy. He... Creep vibes eleven. <laughs> I didn't understand who David Hess is yeah. was. Uh, so I didn't. Un- I didn't get this at all. I was you got to like, watch Last House on the Left. I, no. Yeah, now I do. Yeah. I was just like that man is a fucking creep. So <laughs> right. there you go with fresh thirty four year old eyes. I the saw West that Craven man. knows a creep when he sees it. That's why I worked with him so much. If only we had more West Cravens today. And there are, we see all these mercenaries just in camo, just skulking in the swamp. But they're up to no good, man. Oh man, did I? I have told you everybody about this. 
Because I saw a man. We were talking about the swamp disguise, the camo that yeah. they wear and everything. I saw a man at that weird anarchy house where you know they do a yearly show. Climb the rafters of like a 35-foot ceiling and just fall and land half on the stage and half on the ground. And he got right back up. So I guess wrestling is fake after all. But that – I'm sorry. I just I, – <laughs> I was just reminded of that because of these swamp people. And, uh, yeah, so obviously since we're in the thick swamp, it's all watered up and everything. Right. It's all watered up. Watered up, yeah. It's yeah. a technical term for it. It's the technical term. I'm using. Yeah, they actually. Was, they like land in the swamp, like in the water. I thought the, the helicopter would get stuck in the mud from that shit. They're like, "Fuck it, who cares?" Yeah, who cares? We'll get out. Chopper speeds. And then we see uh, Cable, Alice. Because I call her Cable because I respect her. Like it's like you know, you call a man by his last name. I'm gonna call her by her last. Is name. Is it also? That's true. That is the only. Uh, not to be confused with Josh Brolin's character of Cable from Deadpool Two. Yeah, I know. I was thinking she does that. not have a cybernetic arm. Yeah, I would. Uh, it's interesting because that is the only privilege they give her. Everybody else, like they said, a fucking woman. And right. That's the first thing that someone says. They get on there. They're like. A fucking broad? Uh, yeah. And she rolls her eyes like, oh, I hear this all the fucking time. The interesting thing is that it doesn't seem like they told her where she was going because she dressed like she was going to be in an office. Yeah. She's got, you know, like the skirts dress, and, yeah, heels. like nice things. And she's like fucking slogging it through swamps when she gets in here. Anyways, so. They put they get, they get in a boat, take him to this hidden location, the secret lab. It's a dilapidated, like, swamp house. Come on, man. That's a course where you want to do science. But there's more than more than meets the eye, as the Transformers would say. Because there's a secret lab underneath. Do the Transformers actually say that? The song does. The theme song. The theme song they... does, yeah. And we meet Ritter, the sassy Australian. How the fuck brought this broad here? What the fuck? You know, people complain about my accents, but I got to say, I, you know, I went back and listened to Pooh Man. I didn't hear Griff at all. I heard Donald Pleasant <laughs> sitting next to us. I heard Tony from like Farm. Not so pleasant. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I let leave the accents to me, and somebody else agrees with me. Um, so, yeah, so we meet Ritter. He's the head of security. We, uh, he's on edge. Yeah, because he just lost a man to an alligator. We've been talking about people being on edge from, you know, cliffhangers and stories. So Ritter's got a patchy little mustache because he's pulling all of his hairs out, just going right. insane, trying to he's keep everybody secure. He's got a crocodile Dundee hat with a fucking hat brim with the alligator teeth on mm, it. He's beautiful. talking about a knife. This is a knife. That's a knife. That's not a knife. This is. He's just got knives all over the place. It's beautiful. And they're like they're getting ready to pull out. That's why I didn't understand why Cable was there because they're getting ready to pull out. Because yeah, and they're I, like, Whale Holland hears about this. He's gonna flip. There's because, so much I miss when I'm doing my notes, and this is one of the things. You think I would catch these details? I did not realize they're details. trying to pull out. Well, dude, how how about fucking? Did you notice Professor Glassenberry in the background of that? I mean, there's so many details. It I was said like, it was a Where's Waldo of Avenging Force. You know, we've been talking, and again, we got the whole Marvel comic book universe. We've been talking about the Golden Globus uh, universe, cinematic universe. Yeah, here we go again. We're back into the Golden Globus John cinematic Ryan, universe. If you look, he's wearing camels. It's hard to see. Him you and see, his goons and his old, mask, of old, course. He's got his luchador mask. And he's smoking yep. a pipe. And mm-hmm. you're like, he's hunting somebody. Oh, yeah. You can see all of his guys up in the trees, and they're looking. They they weren't trying to hunt a Swamp Thing, though, so that's why Swamp Thing got away. Right. Because, yeah, they find him early on. They think man is the most dangerous game, not Swamp Man. 
And so we also see that there's a lot of other guys who are dressed in casual wear in the swamp. <laughs> yes. But they like a button-down shirt. I like know. Some, some slacks. And then we cut to one guy who's Nobody on. Nobody has galoshes on or waiters. I have a waiters nothing. on, dude. Waiters. Waiters. Something. Yeah. And uh, we cut to one guy who's in the, he's just like kind of out on his own and he's got his own little boat and just kind of going along. It's so peaceful. It's so pleasant. I, again, I love all these sets and uh, he's just relaxing and he's like, okay, casual clothes. He's wearing like the nice, he's got his new balances on. He is a dad after all. (laughs) So Docker's new balance, kind of like Puma man. Uh, and he's just minding his own business. Well, got he's, his... he's guarding. His job is to be a guard. Yeah, and he's got you know he's got binoculars because why not? And because Sector Three went out. I think is why he, he, he was going there. to check on Sector Three. It's correct. And he's got you know he's got his name badge because in case he runs into yeah. you know not employees yeah. in the middle of the swamp, <laughs> you know. But uh, if he had Puma senses, he know danger's coming. Yeah, because he. Bumps right into our our villain henchman, Ferret, played by David Hess, and Bruno, fat bald guy. And lo and behold, Ferret, he's got a snake in his pants, Griff, and he ain't happy to see this guard. Too bad Swamp Thing didn't have a snake and hit. Well, he doesn't have pants. Okay. He literally pulls a snake out of his pants <laughs> like a fucking, I'm going to say a copperhead because that's a swamp. Uh, Very swamp, kill bill of you. Swamp uh, snake. And he starts, starts like making it bite this guy in the face. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Vicious. Well, yeah, you're 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 fucking pretty badass. You keep a poisonous snake in your pants. I we are so we're both agreeing. Buy in hard right now. If this was a stock market, this is a stock on the rise. David Hess's ferret. <laughs> yes. So buy, guys. We're going Jim Kramer here. Bye, bye, bye. So I like they, uh, they 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 hit him with a snake, and they let him go. Yeah. That was weird. Well, like Pooh Man, we got to make it look like an accident. What? Oh. Donald Pleasance, what were you doing here? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> did, you just, did you just put that in with something like I did. I, I just used my editing skills to put that in there. So, Alice, we see that only Alice, Charlie, who's her, her uh, boss, and the Holland brother and sister have their fingerprints encoded into this security thing, so only they can open it. Oh, okay. So they go in this... You're like, this, how are they going to have a lab in this dilapidated house? Oh, no, au contraire, mon frere. It's up underground. They dug a whole fucking lab underground for this shit in the middle of the fucking swamp. I'm stuck on au contraire, mon frere. What the fuck does that mean? It means on the contrary, my brother. Oh, really? Ma- yeah. Mon frere? Yeah, it means my brother. Oh, okay. I like Frere Jacques. You know that song, Brother Jacques? I know that, but I've never seen the spelling of it. So I'm like, have yeah. I just been mumbling words this yes, whole time? <laughs> so they go into the lab. This is where we take it from here, Griff. We go into the lab and... All, you know, Alice is kind of going around. She's pulling a grip. She's flipping through all the notes. They're out in the open. She's like, this is the living room of the lab. I can touch. I can I can do whatever I want. She's fucking with slides. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. I see science is afoot, and I stay back. What is this, Zargtha hair? <laughs> no, it's not. Hey, well, I have to ask a lycanthropist, Chris, about that one. And uh, we just have these two people in the background. They have a greenhouse within the lab as well, yeah. which I don't know how it's really doing its job. I guess they have the LED, you know, not LEDs, but they have the lights and keeps in the humidity and everything. And they got this big old tank. It looks like they're they're uh, dunking for apples. And we have a man uh, facing, well, not facing, with his back to Adrian Barbeau, uh, whose name is Alice, yeah. who's, Cable. I just forgot a minute yeah. there. Or Cable, yeah. 
So he's got his back to Cable, and then Linda, Linda, turns to her and starts telling her about everything. And then finally, finally, this beautiful man, Ray Wise, Ella Collin, turns and faces the camera. Oh my God! Camera lingers for about ten seconds on his, his bright, dazzling smile. And if you're in Griff's head, Dreamweaver, that song is playing right now because Ray Wise is beautiful in '82. I didn't see him until a decade later in Twin Peaks. I don't know if I've seen him in, in the Robocop. early 80s. Oh, is he? He's a hench in RoboCop. I don't even remember him. I haven't seen RoboCop in years. God damn, he's looking beautiful. But he's like, Alice, why don't you get in here? Cable, come here. Why don't you get in this tank? We're trying to do something or other. I didn't even hear what he said because I'm so mesmerized. My ears are plugged. There's some kind of creature in there that has mold or algae growing on it that there's something with the formula they're working on. Yeah, so it's like they're at opposite ends of the tank. They're like, get the middle for us. And Al- Al- Cable, she's like, I, I, what am I doing? And he's like, never mind. And he just yanks out a fucking possum. Yeah, it was a fu- like, I don't remember possums being aquatic. Maybe that's what they're working on, to make possums aquatic. And they can Ooh. strap bombs to them and they can go on like boats and shit. I mean, we'll find out kind of what his research is based on in a minute here, so we'll we'll, we'll save that. But Alice, part of her job is to go check out Sector 3. Right. And so well, she noticed when she was coming in that Sector 3 was someone's wonky. Yeah, the light was going yeah. off. The light was blinking. <laughs> right. It's going on. Ritter doesn't notice that. He's too busy talking about his knives all the time. It's like, dude, do your job. Yeah, do your job. Pay attention to the blinking lights. And he was just like, I don't care about that. Perfect. And then, so Alec, he's just like, the, like you said, the God's creation. He starts doing that spiel on yeah, her. Yeah, he takes Alice out. He's like, well, I can't think of a better time to go out to the swamp than now. <laughs> uh, shouldn't we bring a guard? We don't need a guard. The most. What are da- you? This is interesting. The most dangerous thing, very different from his uh, uh, Road to Revenge character. Wait, Road to Revenge? Redemption. <laughs> Redemption. Road to Revenge, revenge sounds, sounds good. like John DeHart. Yes, it does. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. Um, but no, he takes her out on the boat, and he's like telling her the most dangerous people they're here. They're on a boat. They're walking through the swamps. Well, they eventually walk, but uh, he's taking her through on a boat at first, but he's like, the most dangerous people here are the idiots with the guns. Like, we'll be safe out in the swamp. No problem. And he puts on his dad's sweater. And well, then he, she was like, well, what about that fucking guy I'm, guy I'm replacing that got attacked by an alligator? He's like, he's just following his nature. What are you giving the alligator yeah, shit for? Yeah, there is no danger. It's just <laughs> the alligator doing its thing. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, that's still a threat. <laughs> yeah. We're still in the swamp. We're in its territory. There's tons of shit, poisonous snakes and all this shit. The swamp's dangerous. Has, has, is his gator out at this point? The Burt Reynolds movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's been out. So, come on. Adrian Barbeau was pulling from that. Is that who she was married to? Who's she married to? She was married to John Carpenter. Carpenter. You've told me this five times. Uh, Maggie from Escape from New York. Yeah. And so, uh, Alec takes her on the boat, and then he sees a beautiful flower in the distance. And he runs over, and just like you were talking about the top half, it's like kind of formed on a tree a little bit. And it's very interesting, but it doesn't look like an orchid at all. There's definitely a hundred plus species of yeah, orchids in North admit, America. We're not experts on orchids. Pretty so. much in the South, but those flowers look too regular. Mon- or, uh, orchids are regular flowers, and this one looked too regular. Okay. Yeah. Too regular. I I've been researching this flower all the you know for the last uh, few days here. Wow. I couldn't find any flower that matched this flower. Either way. In the swamp. He knows that's the baller move. Give a lady some flowers. Oh yeah, and he's fuck. 
It wasn't quite Shakespeare. He's not that kind of guy. He's a no. science nerd. Yeah. If he maybe knew John DeHart, he would have quoted some Hamlet at her. That would shit. They would have fucked in the swamp. Oh, yeah. Well, this, I mean, you got to admit, this movie takes place over, like, what, two, three days? Two, and three they're, days? they're soulmates by the end of it. So oh, yeah. it worked, whatever he's doing. What he's doing here definitely does work, and she's feeling it, but she respects boundaries because, uh, oh, what does he hit him with? This is when he starts telling her about, you need to, and me and Murray tell this to everybody because we have such an eye for detail. That's why we're such great investigative uh, reporters. Right. Is that uh, he's telling her, now most people see this and they just see bugs. And, of course, she was complaining about bugs on the ride over here. He's like, people see the swamp, they see bugs, they see awful sunlight, they see they, they feel they the humidity. See their finger griff. There we go. You don't see the heavenly glory there we all go. around the swamps. And he starts going into, but if you look, you see all the beauty, all the things that can only grow in these territories. If you put a parking lot here, these orchids can't grow anymore. And she's like, well, it is a good place for a Walmart right here. This would be the pr- – and then right across the street, you could put in the J- GNC supplement store next to a TCBY. And then a GameStop next door? <laughs> that would be great. You got to have your GameStop. You got to have I your hear, GameStop. I got stock in GameStop. I hear I, it's, you it's got that stock? Yeah. Oh, oh, boy. I, I got it on the ground floor. And then he comes back over, and he starts telling her about, like, all the heavenly beauty of the body. And, like, God created us the most perfect specimens. And this is where it's like, shit, Ray Wise was hitting us with that religion early on, even, even though he's a scientist. You better keep your eyes open, too. For what? Well, one of these just might jump out and do you in. <laughs> No, there's over a hundred species of Dennis Orchid here. So much beauty in the swamps, if you just open up your eyes to it. I mean, take a look into your own body, one of God's most magnificent creations, and what do you see? Straight lines and deodorant and chrome and formica? No, no, no. You see blood and bone, pump and flow, and a million messy miracles. I mean, just look at the most creative thing a man and a woman can do together, and you'll see something growing, unpredictable, magical, hot. Save the malarkey for your wife, Holland. That's the best biological blackmail I've ever heard. Not to say scientists can't be. Christian scientists. Christians. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So... But he's giving her he's giving her his rap, and then they see... it's this, The sensor is just a camouflage ball on a stick. Yeah. And they open it up, and it's all fucking broken up and they're like oh shit this might be something must be going on here oh yeah you you alluded to we have to point out he he was flexing like he was definitely hitting uh or uh, flirting yeah and adrian shut or cable shuts him down it's just like save it for your wife because he thinks him and linda are married well they, they do have some kind of creepy relationship we'll get into later mm. check on the sensor and then they're like okay well i guess it is fucked up because then uh uh, Alec is like, well, this was the sensor, the guy you replaced who got eaten by a gator. Naturally. Naturally. Was working on it. So it makes sense. That this We've is all seen The Lion King, Circle of yeah. Life. So they go back to the church. Ritter at this point, furious. Where the fuck have you been, you fucking cunts? <laughs> I don't know why he was getting that hard about it, but he's Australian. That's how they talk. Stubby after stubby, I've been drinking since you've been gone. You weren't supposed to go out there without a god. I've been searching for you since Brecky. That's a bangers and mash. I think that's English. But he's just like. I'm out of smoker. Why is it? We got, I've noticed we've gotten some Australian uh, fans, listeners. Maybe they're bots. Australians, why is all your slang just like IE on the end of a word? You just like 
cut a word like one syllable and put IE. Have you not listened to a post game interview for sports? Because everything Verlander turns into Verly. I don't know. It just irritates me. Boy turns into Boydie. Like it's, it's just how people break things down. No, but let's start in Australia because all their slang is just there. We go. Something e slangy. Yeah, and so Ritter throwing all his fury. You're supposed to take a guard with you. Everything's interrupted by a loud bang. What the fuck's going on? I thought Linda was throwing some bang snaps because she's just bored. But no, it's she made she invented bang snaps because she. I think that was the time the bang snaps came out. Yeah, early eighties. She's <laughs> just like out. she's like look look at this and it's some it's like antifreeze or you as you call the ecto cooler. Yeah, don't you remember Ghostbusters? No, the green slime no. high C. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. I was probably 18 or 19. Yeah, I was going to say, you're probably too old to eat, drink juice boxes. I can't think the last time I drank Ice. I, I, I remember even, when it came in a fucking can. You remember that? I, Ice I came think in I've a seen, can. I think I've seen it, but in those vintage commercials. That's my favorite part. It's <laughs> yeah. like the guy who's got the classic wrestling we want to watch up there. He leaves the commercials in. You get to see all those old. That is kind of fun to see like old commercials. Ain't nothing like drinking juice out of a can. Bro. Nope. Not in even. a big ass can too. It was like a coffee can. And by juice, you mean sugar water, of yeah, course. Sugar water. Yeah. <laughs> like zero 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 point one or one. Never mind. So she's got the ecto cooler, and she's like flinging it off her fingertips. Look at this! Isn't this cool? And then even Charlie uh, Cable's boss is like, "Yeah, you invented glis- nitroglycerin. We know that we've had that for a hundred years." Yeah, isn't that great? No, really, it's cool. And then he's just like, and we, and then uh, this this is where Alice is like. Oh, this is what you've been doing down here, inventing some kind of weapon. I knew you can tell she's one of these anti-war types. Even though she's everything. a government spook, we're like she's some CIA, whatever. Yet she's against it. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could be against it and in it, trying to fight against uh, whatever. Not everybody who's in there has to be for murder, like you know we do. But she's like, oh, I get it. You're just into this murder, and he's like, what? No, please sit down. Let me tell you. He gets out his notebooks and everything. He's like, what I'm trying to do is enhance plants that can barely evolve, which, I mean, even an orchid is an early version of a plant. It's like the third generation of plants, if you will. And he's like, we're trying to give it the animal instincts. So to survive. The survival to instinct. survive. The survival instincts. So they look over at, like, enhanced TV of a slide. And he's like, you see that nucleoid? And she's like, that's an animal nucleoid. She's a – I mean – I don't know. She what, knew she saw Zarkthra hair when she knew, saw it. So that's she knows. a good point. She knows her. We don't know. Maybe DNA she is everything. a biologist. We don't know what her fucking role is. She's biologist slash uh, fucking technician as well. <laughs> I, I it's crazy, but she's qu- wicked smart, and we didn't even need thirty minutes to tell us that she's wicked smart. Right. We, we figured even, it out. Need, we didn't need a scene where we, people listed off all our credentials. We just assume. Yeah, because we, we're highly evolved men. We can assume a woman can be smart. Assume we know she's smart. She's told, like, which we've gathered she's smart because we have an eye for detail, though. Might have gone over other people's head because they're staring at her tits. So he go, you know, he's explaining the survivalism and everything, and then he gets out a plant and he gets out, you know, the little eyedropper. Yeah, he gets the orchid that he gave her, and he starts putting just one little drop on it. And they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting, and nothing's happening. He's like, "Well, sometimes science is slow." We'll just wait on it a little bit. Right. With God's will, this thing will grow into a monster. 
And then Linda comes up and goes, don't worry, that's just my bro. He's the way he acts. She's like, brother, hmm, I thought you were a couple. In that moment, you get that look crossing her face like, I get the fuck this man. She was, yeah. Adrian Barbeau is a great actress. When you start that's... talking about plant fucking, yeah. at least even people fucking. I read her eyes immediately, and she was like, I'm getting me some of that Holland dick. And uh, so... Uh, Linda, she's like, check it out, guys. And where she was like flicking, we thought she was just playing with bang snaps. She was flicking that ecto ecto uh, cooler. Fucking branches are growing from the floorboards. It's Alec who comes back. Alice disappointed Alec oh. because she was getting impatient, so he stormed off. And uh, Linda had explained to him that their dad was really impatient too. He was just a super genius. So Alec comes back and notices it, and they call Linda back into the room. So, so like within seconds, branches are growing from dead floorboards. It's amazing. Yeah, this was like a hardwood floor that's now growing into a tree again. It's a little spruce. And fucking Alec is so excited, he just grabs Cable by her cakes, Woo! squeezes for all he can, and, and lays a big smackaroony on her. Wes Craven. Good director. He knew to get a close-up so you can see the hand imprint on, uh, what's her name? I've said it like a hundred times and I just forgot it. Adrian Barbeau's uh, cakes. Yeah. You could see it. There's a little icing on it, too. Flicks it off. So she runs up to tell Ritter she can't wait to just get him Is off. that what the flick is? The f- flick is? You know. grab some cakes, you get a little ice? <laughs> I don't know. Your guess is as good as anyone's. Oh. People are like, what are they talking about? So Alice heads up. To the dilapidated part of the, the building, and she's walking out to tell uh, Ritter, and then she notices a corner of her eye of the security cameras. She sees some people lurking. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. She gets into his office, and he's nowhere to be found, so she's like, this is fucking weird. And then the video loop back of the guy at Sector 3 getting uh, grabbed and bit with the snake, that started playing. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. This is the one detail I managed to get while taking notes. And she's like, what the fuck? fuck is that and just as he gets snake bitten she gets bonked or does he just grab her yeah he grabs her he tra- yeah because he's it, remember this is david s ferret he's you know he's gonna rape her so he just grabs her around the uh, waist and she's like i know where this is going i've seen last house on the left so she grabs like a propane tank or some shit bops him on the head takes off she's very accomplished she's kicking dudes asses Grabbing a machine gun. Again, she's doing this with not swamp wear on. She's wearing, like, nice clothes and everything. She's got a Hawaiian shirt on. Hawaiian weird Yankovic shirt. shirt. It was very <laughs> weird, Al. And she's wearing heels and everything. And she is just fucking... Heels in the swamp makes perfect Agility sense. for days, this woman. Yeah, and fuck you, Black Widow. Fuck you, Scarlett Johansson. Thank you. Two and a half mm. hours to tell us Black Widow's great. We get 90 And I minutes. bet you Black Widow wears a bra, too. Mm. Mm. Yeah, come on. <laughs> we got to po- we got to point out that Cable forgot her bra, so her boobs are flopping <laughs> oh, around everywhere in this film. We didn't ever really point that out. So she runs out here, where you know the guards, all the guards we were seeing in the swamp before the uh, the old militia, the swamp militia, they have kind of closed in on the camp here, and one of them, the, the next guy, holds a gun out at at uh, Cable. And she's just like, well, what are you going to do with me? And then she fucking, like, kicks him and takes the gun. Right. She is incredible. Shoots Brains, a guy. tits, 
and ass. agility. Oh, I like the ass. Oh, and ass. <laughs> yeah, cakes. <laughs> and she kills a dude, and then she gets to drop on uh, Bruno, but our buddy Ferret, he, he's a rapist. He knows how to lurk. Yeah. So he's just in the shadows, and he comes out, puts a gun to her back, and then she's like, all right, you got me. Mm. So they take him back to the lab, and they're like, what's going on here? Where, where's Ritter at? And Ritter comes in. Yeah. And like, Hey, fucking gut bitch, motherfucker. And then and then we're like, what's going on? How, he's working with these guys? Alex is like, there's no way that my friend Ritter would be working with them. There seems to be no friendship between them at all. There's <laughs> no way my friend Ritter would be working for these guys. What is going on here, Ritter? Please then, tell uh, me you're going to save us. Oh, God, for him, because Arcane is French in real life. Whips off the fucking mask. It's not Ritter. It's fucking our villain Arcane. We were getting little drops. Scooby Doo. <laughs> this is a Scooby Doo moment. We were getting little drops earlier that we did not mention, where everyone was like Arcane, and Ritter would immediately stomp it out, like Arcane is fucking dead. He doesn't exist. Yeah, he's because he's a, he's a rival scientist. Yeah, we assume. I don't know. We don't. We're kind of murky about what the fuck Arcane does. Either. Oh, I know what Arcane was. He was part of the Spartan squad. <laughs> I just assumed he's another one of those guys that wants to go to space, like every other douchebag rich guy. Oh yeah. So I, I th- thought he was just maybe that's what he thought they were working on a rocket fuel. Based on the based on his security clearance and everything, I thought he was in the Spartan squad because we all know three months. Well, he is a man. Three years was it? Three years? I forget how long it is. <laughs> we gotta look. We do so much research. We forget about our old research. I gotta. I, I can't remember how long it is. And then you're just off the files. Arcane's off files. So, yeah, it's not Ritter. It's Arcane. And uh, there, Linda immediately fucking drops an elbow on a guy and sprints out the front door and gets shot for it. Right in the back by Arcane. Yeah. Oh, it was Arcane. Yeah. It's cold-blooded. Hey, shot from the hip. That's good accuracy. So I'm just saying. And then Ray Wise giving an Oscar-winning performance. The grief of this man. Oh, man, and Arcane just busts in with his nice little uh, Nietzsche promo here. Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> what is best for you is not to be born, not to be, to be nothing. But the second best for you is to die soon. Nietzsche. So he, as if we weren't already just like tasting the pure evil in the room right here. It's just, it's, it's taste of arcane. The taste of arcane. He's like, all right, I'm going to take your notebooks. I'm taking that ecto cooler. You're not taking the ecto cooler. And Alec grabs the beaker full of it. And he gets like pushed out of the way. Yeah. One guy grabs him after he has it and he's holding it out like a hot bowl of soup (laughs) and he's trying to scurry away and he ends up fumbling it and it goes everywhere and apparently it explodes on him. Apparently it coats him. Yeah. And this is interesting because we're going to be getting into the effects of ecto cooler on human flesh, (laughs) which apparently you put that exterior flesh exterior. Yeah. If you got a little moisture going on. Right. The, saliva a, is the neutralizer. Yeah, it's the neutralizer. You're A-OK. If they spat on him, he would have went right. If you ever dripped that shit on your skin, it would go right through it. But uh, in this whole scuffle, uh, Cable gets knocked out, and she's just in the corner. Right. I thought she I thought she was alive because it looked like at one moment she looks over. It's like, oh, shit, and, like, pulled a notebook under her. Yeah. And th- throughout all of this, everybody is so distracted because, well, yeah. Well, on fire, yeah. 
Alec has gone up in flames and runs out the front door. By the way, beautiful. Beautiful shot. You, they wouldn't do this anymore. Yeah. This would be straight up CGI garbage. Real guy on fire. Everything about this just feels good. They don't have the suits. Nothing looks over like complicated and beautiful, but it just looks good. I like these scenes. I love the how he's engulfed in flames, but he has enough together enough to run like 100 yards. He went out of the lab. He has to put his hand into the thing to open the security thing. Door opens, runs through the house, doesn't want to burn the house down. And then he runs into the swamp and just dunks himself in the swamp. We're like, fuck, he's got to be dead. There's no way. So we go to the next morning. Like we said, this movie takes place over like three days. This is no college kickboxer where we could not tell the time. We could tell the time (laughs) very easily. So the Mercs, they're out searching for for Alex's body, they assume. Right. Man was on fire. Well, they're searching for any any like witnesses or anything. They yeah. also need to search for uh Cable cuz they don't right. know what exactly what happened to her. Right. And uh, I believe she's just hanging. Yeah, she's just hiding behind a tree. And then of course, the black guy Tyrone is looting the place. He's just like, "Hey Bruno, man, I got these watches and shit." It's and it's jewelry too. When I was right. getting my hair cut today, <laughs> The lady was just like those Black Lives Matters. They're nothing but looters, and I was like, they they weren't nothing but looters. I, 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 I always hate when you get in an awkward conversation with your barber because they're cutting your hair. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you're like, you're you're, like, you're you're uh, what was it, the compromised? I forget what it is like that audience like with a gun on it. There's a phrase for it. Forget it. Oh yes, it yeah sucks. yeah yeah. But yeah, she and then she went on to tell me about how she forgot to bring her gun in, and she was like, "I won't have this conversation. I shouldn't have this conversation right now. I've never been harmed all my life." She's a sixty-year-old woman. I've never been harmed, but I always carry my gun on me. That's why. See. So uh, yeah, so they're going through it. Bruno, they 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 do subtle things with Bruno where we, he's kind of <laughs> sympathetic, where he's kind of like, I don't know about this. Like I feel uneasy about yeah. this. Yeah. So Wes Craven has made the black guy the looter. Right. He's got the Rolex. Black guy named Tyrone. Mm-hmm. Could have been Leroy, but he shows Tyrone. And he's like, Hey, give me that locket you have there. And he takes the locket from Tyrone. He can have the other shit. Yeah. But he can tell this means something to somebody. Got a he's, he's got a beautiful like wax imprint on the outside and then on the inside. It's this is where it was bizarre. What brother and sister would have a locket with their pictures in it? Creep as fuck. <laughs> yes. Would not love my sister. Never gonna wear a locket with our faces. And then when you open it, they're maybe facing if you're like a, like twins, maybe because they have that weird twin thing going on. But even that is weird. I feel like at that point you're like I after growing up together, be like I've had enough of my twin. I want to be distant well, no, from my that's twin. That's the thing about twins; they're weird like that. I don't know about fraternal twins, but like that, you know, like the identical twins are always weirdos. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he puts it on that tree that grew up from the floorboards, yeah, and he just walks out. He, takes, he does a little like cross, you know, yep. kiss the cross, and then walk kisses the thing. Well, they're in out. a Catholic church, right? There, yeah, uh, submerged church. Yep. And uh, Alice just decides that this is a good time to just walk out, right? And so she gets because <laughs> she just wanders through this middle of this militia encampment now. Oh. And then Ferret, he's, he's up for some, some games. He's like, put on that boat. I got an idea. Ferret 
Okay, he is that guy. When you're growing up, like you have to bring ferret to our cabin party. You know, we're gonna go up north. The Michigan <laughs> phrase. I don't know if that's really relevant outside of Michigan. We're gonna go up north. We're gonna bring you know ferret with us because ferret's gonna bring booze. He knows how to party. He knows how to party. He's gonna do some weird shit. He's the guy told us about what's going on under the bridge. He's always down there getting his butthole warmed up. So. You know, you bring Ferret, and Ferret goes back to his 18-year-old But I don't know why we self. always bring Ferret, because Ferret always ruins the party. He does. The problem. It, he always takes it two steps too far. Mm-hmm. So there's the one person who nags, let's not bring Ferret. <laughs> he takes it too far. But everyone's like, no, Ferret's cool. Yeah. So Ferret's like, all right, boys, get her on the boat. Let's take her out to the swamp. And they just paddle out to the middle of the swamp. Don't know where we're at now. And he's he's messing with her, you know. He's like, "Oh, what kind of case you got here? Red velvet? I like red velvet." And she slaps him because she ain't gonna fuck ferret. Adrian Barbeau in this movie takes no shit, everybody. No. And so he's like, "Oh, oh, that's how it's gonna be." And he just throws her overboard. And she knows how to swim. She's a capable woman. So he has to grab her by her hair. Yeah. Don't, I want to point out, this is clearly a man's hand that was struggling with Ferret. This yes. This is like a male stuntman doing this role. Again, if you're paying as close uh, attention to details, me and Mr. Murray over here do, you would notice that Adrian Barbeau throughout this whole movie never got less, like more than 2% of her hair wet. Yeah, I want to I point that out. A lot of continuity errors with wetness and dryness yeah. in this movie between cuts. Yes. People are dry one second, wet the next, dry, wet, 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 dry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sounds like sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, and then the, you see the couple bubbles come up. She's gone. She's the hand, gone. he lifts the hand three times. It goes down every time. Mm. And then Ferret delivers. He's got the stogie in his mouth. Delivers a nice, beautiful line here. Say hello to your boyfriend for me, baby. <laughs> That's right. A whale, no. Swamp Thing jumps up and grabs Ferret by his fro, pulls him into the water, and then just fucking flips the boat over. Yeah. And he's just going full feral. We're like, is this is this Alec or is this another creature? Because he can't talk. He's just doing those noises at Griffin. Also, it's man. green. So right. we have no fucking clue what's going on. I mean, aside from the fact it's Swamp Thing, so it's Swamp Thing. Right. And uh, he takes Alice back to safety, like plants her. You know, like put, puts a twig on top of her. Yes, yes, this was great. He breaks a little twig, puts it on on her to hide. Her. <laughs> He's like, time to kill. And, and I, I want to point out, Tyrone, the black guy, gets killed by his own men. They're just like, hey, I see something. He went for something. And then he mm. shoots. He's like, you guys saw I stood my ground. And like mm-hmm. Ferret's like. Danny did stand his ground. Danny did. So they just forget about Tyrone. Like Two guys get killed out of this scene because there's one mustache guy, and Swamp Thing uses stealth techniques. Right. This is his environment. Swamps, yeah. Exactly. So he's lurking around, just being creepy and everything, you know, creeping up on, like, Ferret and blowing in his ear and then disappearing <laughs> again. He's doing all that shit. Mind right. games. You know, he would be a perfect hunting partner with Professor Glastonbury. I... Oh. Glastonbury would kill to have him in his group. But, we I mean, he's a man of God, but he's not a white nationalist like Glastonbury is. And uh, I, I was trying to he's remember some some of the early uh, some of the early font that they gave us. Too powerful. Too intelligent to be captured. <laughs> so, you know, his intelligence is really playing up here. Right, well, he's a scientist. Though. And he creeps up on that mustache man. 
Pooh Man also, the first person who gets killed in Pooh Man, Mustache Man. So they got a mustache hate in the early 80s. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have a mustache, but it's not the early 80s. So he gets him from behind and like grabs him by his mustache and fucking German suplexes him into nothingness. He just these guys gone. I, he goes into the void, man. I, I think he threw him into the trash lodge or something. <laughs> Probably is. He's trapped there to this day. I mean, I think the essence of Swamp Thing is the trash lodge. I think that's what well, that's, Alan Moore was what trying do you to think tell the us. Spinach was that that uh, brain was eating. That's pieces of Swamp Thing. <laughs> no. Oh no! That's, that's that... why he was so happy when he's eating it. Oh my god! I watched that scene the other day <laughs> just for fun. I just watched that scene for fun the other day. Oh god. So, yeah, he, he kills that guy, and this is where we see Tyrone lurking, and the guys are so on edge because they just got their boat <laughs> flipped by a green arm, and they shoot him. And they're just like, well, uh, he was coming at us, and he had a gun. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what the Brady laws will keep us safe, stand your own ground. Uh, it doesn't matter. You can get away with that kind of thing. So, pretty much, everybody gets killed but Bruno Ferret, and they take the fuck off. So, we cut to Arcane's... A uh, lavish mansion he has in the middle of a swamp. Beautiful. Right across the street from Go figure. You know? Now, the question is, did he have... We know that he was Ritter, so he knew about the secret lab. Do you think he had a mansion built next to the secret lab just so he could just be there? Was it just coincidence that his, his mansion happens to be next to the swamp? This is interesting because the movie tells us in an unmapped location... <laughs> And yet Ritter it has a gas station and a mansion. And Ritter lives and Rhodes. there. And Rhodes. Ritter lives right there. <laughs> There's civilization everywhere. But yeah, it's like this is an unmapped. They're so deep. No no humans ever touch this shit. Oh, but there's a, they're in a fucking church. What do you mean no humans touch this shit? And Arcane, he's like looking through the journals he has. He has a woman. He's clearly grooming because she is just idolizing him. Maybe he's a child bride. Oh, She's just wow. like, oh, Mr. Arcane, you're just such a genius. He's like, well, of course I am, my dear. And he's mm. flicking through. He's like, I would have done better than that. And, well, you know. I did see that he finishes. He was doing two Sudoku puzzles at the same time <laughs> with a left and the right. He was splitting his brain in half to do both of them at the same time. It, it was kind of fascinating. I didn't. I didn't get to see... I didn't have the Laserdisc version. I'm yeah. sure in the Laserdisc version, you could zoom in and see if he was actually doing the Sudoku <laughs> correctly. And then he quoted a little Hamlet to her, and then he's like, talent, my dear, does only what it can. Genius does what it must. Is master of man power absolute? And that's She's when... She's swooning. She's like, oh, my God, this guy. Oh. oh. And yeah. she walks out of the room, and she gives him that big old wiggle wag of, of the rear end, the one he likes, where she really, you know, gestates with her hips. And he's into that, but then he goes back. Gestates with her hips? What's gestate? Gestates like pregnancy. Type yeah, you're thing. right. Gestures. Gestures. Yeah. Mm. They, they're too close together. He's about to knock her off. Boy. He, oh, uh, yeah. Well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's incompetent. Wait, incompetent? No, no impotent. impotent. <laughs> God! Damn, our words are too close together to everything. Uh, but he starts flipping those. And he's like, whoa, 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 stop right there. This book seems to be ending on a cliffhanger, a Tim Murray cliffhanger right here. It says I got this story about this time I went to see a movie, dot, 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 three ellipses. I know Can't what that means. Can't wait to see that movie tomorrow. And I want to know, where's the seventh book? Oh, there's only six books. 
It's I like it's like it's the George R. R. Martin situation. Oh He's shit! Like, I gotta have this book. How long have we been waiting now? <laughs> like ten years at least. Is it ten? Yeah. Oh my god! I don't even know. I got into it late, so I don't even know how long the real wait's been. But oh shit! And Just... now he's working on a video game. <laughs> Because he, he knows he has no good ending for it, so he's just like, I'm just going to die. Well, he's still got two else. books to end it, so yeah. this next book can be great, and then in the last book, he can just... I mean, well, yeah, he had a he had a great test run with the show because everyone shit on it, so he's like, okay, well, I'm not going to end it that way now. I thought that's when the other guys took over completely. They did, but they were using... They were, I mean, he was advising. It wasn't like he was, they, was, they were doing their own thing. Right, right, but that's when it got bad was when they yeah. ran out of source but material. That, you but still yes. think he was doing the formatting? Yeah, he was. Okay. So, <laughs> nice sidebar there. Hey, I've so, never even seen the TV shows. So, so I Ferret don't know. comes in, and he's like, Boss! Cable, she got away! And there's a, there's a fucking monster! Uh, an abdominal... Uh, this is Bruno channeling Griff. An abdominal monster is out there or something. <laughs> and he's just... And he's like, That's, what are you talking about? It sounds so strange. Mm. I love the nice. I don't know what do they call it the, the where they change the scenes and they do the what's that phrase for that where waterfall they, effects. Uh, I don't know. There's a term for it because Star Wars does it all the time too. But theirs is kind of it looks like slimes like going down the screen and yeah. then it goes into another scene. Yeah, and uh, we're transitioning into Alice. What she's up to now because they just built it up. Where's Cable? Scooby Doo transition. Here's Cable. She's wandering. Through the swamp with land. With the notebook. Happens to find... Yep, with the notebook. Happens to stumble on a phone booth in the middle of the swamp. Yes. No human civilization <laughs> within miles. Well, it makes sense why the phone doesn't work. It's not attached to anything. Because well, there's no yeah. telephone lines in the middle of the swamp. Right. You can't look up and see energy uh, poles and everything. So clearly, man came in and buried these lines, which sounds like a terrible idea. And swamp lands to bury power lines. Uh, well, technically, phone lines aren't power. No, they do have a third line that does power. Anyway, so the the payphone doesn't work, any, so she goes into this gas station that has no gas pumps. <laughs> she walks up to the gas station because the gas attendant is sitting outside, just staring at this crazy white broad with yeah. no bra on. It's a black version of the kid from Deliverance with this gigantic glasses. Kid is so fucking good. We would never get a character like this. He this was just what a, I was breaking According into to my early. IMDb, he was just a local kid that they hired just because they they could somehow get around like SAG rules about kid actors because it Dude, was a local kid. I'm pretty sure this guy came out cuz this obviously is his acting career. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he came out and did like a mini documentary by like he self-made it or something and I really want to watch it. I forget I I thought I came across it. I didn't pull at that string far enough. It was late. I was tired. I wanted to go to bed. I started working. I gotta, you know, get get my sleep in. But so we meet. His name's Jude, and they have a little meet cute. And she's like, "Hey, you got a phone, kid?" And he's like, "I'm glad you said meet cute because they're it is very cute how they meet." And he's like, "Mama Cornette's got the phone inside," <laughs> and you. so I go. She goes in. I <laughs> see what you did here, <laughs> and she calls in Ritter. What? But why what? is she calling? Wait, no, she calls into their headquarters. She calls into their headquarters, and they but say, she, "But she so was she knocked out because she didn't get the big reveal." This, okay, this is what I don't understand because I thought she was conscious because yeah. you see her swipe the notebook, but that means she was awake for the big Ritter reveal. So when the guy said, like the receptionist on the other end says, "I'll get you over to Ritter's phone." 
I was like, why is she not like what? Well, the I'm like what because it's like so Arcane is in charge of this organization she works at because they redirect her call to Arcane in his limo phone. So he stole this limo phone from Ritter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. But much like a, uh, an elderly Tim Murray, fucking Arcane, brilliant mimic, and he does a perfect Ritter impression. He's like, "Hey, you fucking cunt! What the fuck's going on here, you fucking kangaroo fucker?" And she's like, "Ritter." I got the fucking last notebook. Meet me at this gas station in the middle of this unmapped territory. I'm on it. And then he just hangs up. And then Arcane's like, fucking do a Yui, baby. Do a Yui. Head over to Ninth and Hennepin. Another one of my MDB things. The guy they rented the limo from flipped the fuck out when they did this. Because they were like fucking fishtailing in the middle of fucking dirt roads. Like, what the fuck? This is my limo. Ric Flair fucking's going to use this later. (laughs) They're (laughs) having... And you know Rick needs everything to be perfect. Right. High profiling and styling. So we get a nice nice little touching moment here with Jude, and he's taking her around, and she sees the Coke machine. She's like, oh, man, I'd kill for a Coke right now. Puts a little dime in there, and uh, it's not coming out. So she kicks the machine, and Jude comes over, and just, I, I could not understand his words. We I said, have you ever seen Happy Days? You punch it. And then he does a Fonzie little hit on it. Doesn't anything work around here? Just me. Kicking it don't help nothing. You gotta punch it. Thanks. Nothing. Name's Jude. Coke pops out. And she's just looking down at him. She's like, thanks, Jude. Fucking, my heart grew four times its size. Goblin Griff's heart finally grew. And it's because of this movie. And just she's about to take a big old swig of that frosty glass bottle. Of it was glass bottle. Yeah. So you know this kid went down to Mexico. He got the Mexico. Well, no, this is the 80s. You had oh, you know what? It, I, I forget about that. I'm so used to today. Hey, I, I think your friends have arrived. And they get out. And they have fucking guns. Right. So suddenly she remembers, oh, shit. I, these are not good guys. So they hide well, behind. She, she sees fair. The guy oh yeah. Raper, yeah, So she's like, "You guys got a, you got a gun?" It's like, "Mama Cornette always has a gun." He and- he 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 plays it up a little bit because he's like, "Where do you think we are?" Of course, I have a gun. Yeah. He, we're in the middle of nowhere. We don't really need a gun. But kind of, of neighborhood do you think we're, we're in, in? America. Of course, I have a gun. Haven't you ever heard of stand your own ground? So unfortunately for uh, cable. It's a cap gun because she runs out with this gun thinking she's going to be, like, fucking shit up. Yeah, she doesn't want to get Jude in harm's way. Very right. good on her. Again, Adrian Bar- Barbeau's character, people would be like, oh, she takes the top. She's a great character. She's smart. She's a fucking technologist, a biologist. She she wears heels in the swamp. She has agility for days. She takes care of this kid who she just met. So she's like, you keep down. He's like. I ain't getting her up. Fuck, I'm not fucking dealing with any of this He's shit. He's like a young King Kazuki. He's just staring at her boobs. Like, yeah. Hamana, hamana. And she runs for it to she draw the out. attention away from Jude. So he doesn't nothing happens to him. Yep. She pulls out that gun and she takes one shot at him. And yeah, it's a cap gun. Yeah. And she's like, fuck. And then she falls over, which looked very real. That did not look like a stage fall. And then she jumps over a tire stack. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and right into the boobs slop. flopping everywhere. It's I great. W- I was yes, very boobs everywhere. 
I was waiting Adrian, for the her, her Adrian Bar boobs are going everywhere. We are in the uh, age of 2021, so at some point in this episode trailer, maybe in the beginning, maybe at the end, I feel like I'm going to cut in that Captain Murphy line where he talks about how he wants to be an Adrian Barbobot if he was put into a robot body. Go for it. I love it. So uh, Fair and Bruno hop in their camouflage like pickup truck to chase yeah. after her. They're, they're driving through a forest. Through? <laughs> okay, these aren't like thick trees because, again, we're in the swamp, so All the right. trees... It, most of the trees don't ever get to be that thick. But, yeah, they're just driving through trees and everything. But they're getting a little slowed down, so Alice is keeping ahead of them. And uh, finally, she gets out onto just a little dirt road, and she turns to her right, and, of course, they're right there waiting for her. They were behind her. Now they're it's horror well, you movie. you know why? Yeah, it's Wes Craven. I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot to mention this. The guy who did the music for this movie does did the music for Friday Thirteenth, and it sounds exactly like yes, Friday Thirteenth. It does. Music. It's off key a little bit. Like he mixes up one key in there, but I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "This is," and he does it. So swamp, 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 thing, thing, thing. I like swamp, that. Swamp, swamp, I like that thing, touch. Thing, thing. If only Ray Wise went to the studio to do that. Bar, 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 boo, boo, boo. <laughs> And yeah, so she's trapped on the road. They're going to run her down, dude. Oh, yeah. They floor it. And again, you got the tires spinning out. I was like, is Vidinho behind there lifting the tire? <laughs> no, it's just a dirt road. And they're trying to accelerate too fast. And just about the splatter, fucking Swamp Thing comes out of nowhere. Swamp Thing. He didn't have his music. It's not modern wrestling. He's got a chair. This was an old-fashioned run-in. And the truck runs right into him, and he destroys the fucking truck. Fucking throws it off of him. Right. And then, they're so they're all fucked up in the truck for now. Uh, uh, Cable, she, she, does, she doesn't know what to do, so she just runs into the swamp and goes, shoo, shoo. Yeah, okay, Swamp Thing is taking shot after shot, and he's just walking, he's dealing with the bullets. He's no Puma Man, because Puma Man can't, be, can't absorb bullets, but Swamp Thing can. Yeah. They're probably going right through. Mm-hmm. We don't even know if he has real human arteries or anything. Yeah, we know so if a bullet goes through you, you're going to live. Everything goes right through him. So yeah. every he lives through everything. So he, again, doing a creepy monster thing. He's just coming at him, knocking them all aside and everything. They decide to run. Do they get back in their car? They get away. They take off, yeah. They just run away. Yeah. They just run away? Okay. Bruno and Ferret, they just run away all the time. Hey, they're good heels. They're yeah. good chicken shit heels. They know how to play their so, part. Uh, so Cable shoes them away, and he obliges. Yeah. yeah. He respects he, her. He has this look, and uh, th- you said this was a stuntman? Yeah. This guy is killing it with his facial expressions because, shoo, shoo, <laughs> and you see this look on his face like, bitch, you know you want it. And he just kind of like smirks at her, turns, and walks. Yeah. Walk. He, it's so close to being a fantastic movie. There's just a little bit missing. Maybe a little bit more... Uh, Money spent on the suit? Yeah, the suit Because is this is when you first see there's holes not only in the <laughs> armpits, but there is a hole in, like, the abdomen part. Abdomen? Yeah, he's yeah, the abdominal, yeah. <laughs> abdominal monster, like Bruno said. <laughs> abdominal monster. <laughs> but, yeah, there's, like, a hole yeah, like, it, in, it's this, rough. in well, the You can tell it's it. a rubber suit, and the I'm sure the swamp water like, it's disintegrating it. Sure. And it looks like shit. It, it's, Let's just it's, face it's it. It's rough. It looks like shit. But it does yeah. look kind of close to the original look of the Swamp Thing. <laughs> and so she gets out of the water, and then Jude just pops up out of nowhere. He's Jason in the set himself. Again, everybody is a fucking horror movie character because he just pops up. And he's like, look, 
uh, there's a hunting cabin over here. I'm sure they got clothes for women in there. What's going on in this hunting camp? Is this where like people like kidnap women and this rape and murder them and feed them to crocodiles and leave their clothes? Based on how convenient, does Jude, Jude like to wear women's clothing? Is that why he has women's clothing? I think Jude is a product of the trash lodge. Think about how he shows up. He doesn't have parents. He's in the middle of nowhere. He's did we mention he's like a ten year old kid? Yeah. Yeah. You said Ken Kazugi, ten year old kid. And he's somehow here. He's somehow there. He's running a gas station. He's an entrepreneur. He's the classic American story. And now he's got clothes for her, too. I think he slips in and out of the trash lodge. Makes sense to me. That's the only way I can make sense of this all. He is the man from another place. In Wes Craven's world, it's a little black kid. It's not a little little, little man in a red suit. Well, he probably takes many manifestations, you know. It's whatever you see. Yeah. I that explains why he had nothing but cream corn on his shelves in the gas station. Garmin Bozio. So Ferret skulks back to Arcane. And he's like, You got away again, man. And Arcane's getting turned on by this. He's like, Swamp thing, he's like a woman. You gotta, we need to find her, lure him out. Kill him. It's turning me on. He's playing hard to get. Yeah. I, I, I Was it later on or something? But he's talking about how Swamp Thing, his brain is so hot to him. He's like, <laughs> Starting to kind of like gestate again. I was about to say gestate. <laughs> he's gesturing all over. He's rubbing up his body. He's getting out the ice cube. He's getting a finger ready to flick. And <laughs> he is just like, my God. It's, it's, oh, speaking it's like of a, sexual frustration, Swamp Thing's out in the, the swamp by himself. Massive case of green balls. I mean, they're about to explode because he can't release. And he just goes. <laughs> so cut two. Jade. 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 Jude. 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 I'm mixing up my colors. Green swamp. <laughs> I was just going to say Jade would have made sense. because Jude has got his little swamp boat. Like he's like a gondolier. It's like, oh, so what, me. What was that little like? He had like a little figure in there. And mm. I thought it was Alice was trying to bring it to like uh, the lab to as a little funeral like gift or something. Because it, it looked like. But that was his boat. Yeah. I. I that's his like his uh, hood ornament. Yeah, exactly. So he's got a gondola and he's doing the Osola Mia. He's wooing her, taking her back to the lab for some reason. I don't know why they're going back to the lab. She wanted to go back. She wanted to see the remains or something. So, you know who else did Swamp Thing? Because he beats her to the lab. Mm-hmm. And so he goes down there. He sees he finds that locket that Bruno conveniently left for him. Yep, right on that spruce. And then he's like, "I think I could still do my science shit." So. Alice, uh, a cable, has snuck up, and she tells Jude, sit in the boat, just yell if any danger's coming. He's like, I, I don't even remember what Jude said. He's fucking killing it. Everybody watch this movie and just see Jude be amazing. Um, But uh, so she sneaks up to get a closer look, and he's grabbing up little beakers. One of them's still bubbling. It's like this lab has been blown <laughs> up. One of them is still bubbling. One of them's still smoking. Shit's still on fire, yeah. He's still got one little ectoplasm. Zark fur still there in the Zark, side. The Zark fur is everywhere because it can't, it's it doesn't fire doesn't harm it. Right. Lycanthropus like Chris told us that. Yeah. I cannot say that word. Lycanthropus. Like Lycanthropus like Chris told us this. He told us that Zargatha hair does. Zargatha. I, like I like your thing. Lycothermic. Maybe that has something to do with the hair not burning. It's lycothermic. Lyco. See, I stumble onto these oh. things. Oh, I know why she was there because she hid the seventh book at the lab. Yes, that's right. She wasn't carrying it. She hid it there. That's yeah. right. And she grabs it because she's like, she still doesn't know this is Alex. She just thinks this is a fucking swamp monster. 
Yeah. And so he's like frustrated because he's breaking the beakers because he doesn't know his own strength. This is the second day he's been a swamp thing. <laughs> second day of this movie. And he's fucking frustrated Wait, as fuck. We're on the third day. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right, though. It's second day he's been a swamp thing. Yeah. And he's like, and then she's like, time for me to leave. So she jumps in the boat with Jew and they take off. He she knows. did. She did the childish thing, though, when you're running away and you're scared. And she starts shrieking out as she's running away. So that's what alert Swamp Thing. And he turns around and he goes over and he's just watching them leave. And he doesn't know what to do with this because, you know, he recognized that hair. I didn't like, like this whole movie is just the Mercs coming in. Getting their ass hands to him, taking off, and immediately coming back again. Because that's what happens now in this scene. Yeah. The uh, ferret shows up again. He's got his little tugboat with uh, with Bruno. Except now we're, like, zooming out to a completely different location. Yes. And Swamp Thing is worried because it, it, it he he can hear boats and he maps them this all out. This was filmed in California, so you're right. It was a completely different location. Oh, this, this next the scene. scene. The, the whole movie was done in South Carolina. That was South Carolina? Yeah, it was. No shit. And but this scene is in California. Okay, so yeah, they again. So I'm thinking he's hearing all the boats. He's mapping it out on his head where everything is because again, if you know Swamp Thing, anything in his swamp world, he can he can like map it out in his brain where everything is. So right. he's mapped it all out like a battleship, and he's like, "There's a battleship here. There's a battleship. There's a battleship there." Yep. And they're closing. They've got they've got a uh, uh, cable surrounded in this little kid that's with her. And so he's like, "I gotta go over there. I gotta I gotta cause a distraction. I gotta make sure they get away safely because he still protects cable." Right. So uh, yeah, we start. I, I do we cut over to Fair and see them setting up? Yeah, they're well, they're like in their boat, and then he's like you said, he's always lurking. So he comes out of the weeds, the reeds, and grabs Bruno and throws him out of the boat. And the ferret's like, fuck yeah, we got him, because they got a, a machine gun mounted on this boat. So they're like, we got this motherfucker! And then they turn spurn around, they start shooting at fucking uh, Swamp Thing, and, and then uh, Ferret calls in his boys in the airboats, and like, bring the grenades! So then they come in with these airboats, and they just start hurling, chucking grenades at fucking Swamp Thing. We get three minutes of Swamp Thing just getting bombarded. He's like a fucking dog with fireworks. It's just totally freaking him out, Yeah. Dude. I thought he got hit like a dozen times here. Yeah, but he's, he's, but he's a, he's a Swamp Monster. Is this where he loses his arm? No, this isn't where he loses the arm. Because I was just like, holy shit, he's just standing a lot of damage that's here. The, that's the fifth time the ferret comes back for him. Okay, oh, okay. Is, they're just blowing shit up. And he's like, Aah! and he's been all, he's like Frankenstein's getting all fucking disturbed by this. It's got the big old cartoon cloud forming around him, and they wait for the dust to settle, and then they're like, all right, someone go over there and find the body. But there's no body. He would have been great in the fucking, uh, in, in the. <laughs> then he jumps in the Spartan boat again, squad. throws Bruno out again. Bruno's been dunked twice now. No, boy. And then he commandeers the boat, and he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to. Okay, this is where I would have liked some Puma Man music. Because this scene is so happy. This scene is great. He, he steers the boat toward one of the, the airboats. Puts a little captain's hat on. <laughs> then goes, bombs away, and then jumps out of the fucking boat. He, he does a fucking uh, cannonball. Yep. And the boat, these are just fucking boats. They bump into each other and explode. A boat in, okay, a boat into a boat, I'm with you. Nothing <laughs> happened. A boat into a fan boat, of course it's going to explode. Murray, come on. Oh, this they, is they, he, they use nitrous, yeah, right. He's a scientist. He okay. understands. He did the calculations in his brain. 
So yeah, kaboom! So we Huge <laughs> explosion. So we cut back to Arcane, shirtless now, rubbing oh. his nipples. Oh, he he is. He's got a beautiful boat. It, oh my god! And he's got like the cocktails and everything. He's got the girls dancing in the background. And shirtless, got the pipe. He's got very you know, Glastonbury. He's like six year old man. But was he? Did he have his ass got on? No, there? because I noticed his neck was super long. He had this long. longest neck. He's posing oh. this way. He's like because he's clearly posing. When when we go on our tour and we get to meet you all and fa- <laughs> you know face to face, if you have a long neck, don't show up. <laughs> Murray is offended by long necks. Yes, I am. And he's and then Bruno's like, boss, he got away again. And then he's like, "Yeah, this this is the line I was trying to remember because <laughs> yeah. again, nips are fucking hard as rocks. He's he cutting could, glass with. I was Joe. just gonna say he's cutting glass with those fucking things. He's cutting up ice cubes so he can rub them on his nipples. Oh my god, it's like a pool multitask. Cu- it's a pool cue. He hollows them out, and it's just perfect little nipple. Then he plays with it with his tongue. It, ew. And it's like he's like a beautiful, dangerous woman. I can't resist either." And he's just ready to just grind one out, dude. He's oh just my like, god! I'll be back. Yeah, he's going he, below decks. If you know what I mean. You know he's going somewhere to rub one out. So Jude and uh, Cable got away thanks to Swamp Thing, and yep. they go to land. And uh, Cable's like, "Look, Jude, take this notebook, hide it somewhere. I'm gonna draw the guys away from you." They're back from California. They're in South Carolina. They've gone coast to coast <laughs> in a matter of minutes. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, she's just like, drop me off here. We don't get to see. <laughs> this is unmapped, remember. It's unmapped. It's unmapped. No humans ever touched this <laughs> land. We don't get to see where they're at, where she's going, where she's heading, what she's trying to do. None of that None of that matters. Stay here. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. I Who's hear there's going to be 15 versions of that song coming out pretty soon. At 15? I heard 45. Uh, huh. Yeah, I can't wait to hear uh, uh, Nelly's version. <laughs> Hasn't been relevant in 30 years. Can't wait to I hear I can't wait version. to hear Cisco's. Oh, there we go. So, uh, yeah, so she takes three steps and immediately, Gable! And then we just see the boat come into the view, and he's dead. He's dead. Fuck. And then she. Alice takes four more steps, and she gets captured. Ferret oh. pops up. Hey, baby, remember me? He really is Michael Myers. He's Jason. He's just right. always there. We don't even yeah. know where they are. He, he knows where they are. He's like a creep. He can go through shadows, dude. He put a uh, trans sister <laughs> receiver on him. I forget yeah. what it was called in Pooh Man. He put yeah. one of those on her. Something transponder locator. Something yeah, like that. put it right in her, in her cleavage, and she didn't even notice it. She's like, my I boobs noticed. are getting yeah, bigger. I noticed it. <laughs> and so, and he noticed it. And so she shrieks out, which alerts Swamp Thing. He's yeah. got his his swamp senses are tingling. Yeah, of course. And he finds Jude first, and he's just like, instinctively, like knows he has a healing power. Oh yeah, the Green Mile, of course. <laughs> this is of uh, the Green Mile fame. This is what that guy he. Oh my God, Jude. He Jude grows into Michael, the character. Michael Clark Duncan. Yes, that's Jude as an adult. He grows up. And Swamp Thing gave him wow, some of his man. powers, got, and he, that's... He was, he's been juicing, dude, because he's a scrawny little kid. Okay, Marvel comic book universe has Marvel movies. The Golden Globe is theater universe now has the Green Mile, Tom Hanks' best movie. I never, we have I never it. saw it. I think I saw it when I was like eight. I don't, Bachelor I don't, Party is Tom Hanks' greatest movie. Oh, okay. And, like, so... 
Apparently, it looked like this rubbed great uh, strawberry jelly on Jude's face because that's what it looked like. Yeah, he probably could have just wiped it off with yeah. this like wet. Because he didn't have any gashes; he just had some blood pouring on his face. Yeah, and he comes to puts on his gigantic fucking Jim Cornette glasses, <laughs> and then he does another wise. We should have wrote some of his wisecracks down because I don't remember any of them. But oh I'm yeah. Sure he, 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 Fucking we'll, Swamp we'll, Thing chuckled. We'll pipe this one in just so you guys get a little taste of, uh, you know, Jude. Taste of Jude. Hey, Jude. Oh, shit. Thank you the neighborhood. Wait a minute. You're the dude saved us back there, right? And, oh, he goes, he goes, oh, shit. There goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. The body count song. And he's like, hey, Swamp Thing, you probably could use this notebook. And yeah. he gives him the Swamp Thing. Alice told me to give you know protect us, but you seem like you could protect it. <laughs> yeah, you brought me back to life. I was dead. <laughs> I was literally back in the trash lodge, just floating. Oh man! And from the trash lodge, we're going back to Arcane's beautiful boat. Last we saw boat he's got. Last we saw it, you know, gambler. he was getting ready to rub one out because he was just <laughs> fucking thinking about his uh, opponent. And just like Glastonbury, he loves a challenging opponent. He loves it. And Ferret, he's just like, yeah, baby, I got something for you right here. And he's grabbing his dick. He's like, mm, man, I don't, I don't notice anything. Yep. And he's like, and then he grabs her and kisses her. And she no-sells it. And then she just knees him in the nuts and then escapes again. <sighs> because this is her seventh escape. She waits for him to break off to get, catch his breath because she can make out for days. She was just setting him up. Knees him in the dick, jumps overboard, swims make, to shore, makes her own escape for a third time. Right. She's so. always doing her own work. Swamp Thing doesn't have to save her, but he does. So she, yeah, she swims back to shore. Ferret following her with his machete. He's straight up Jason right now. We got the chin, 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 rape, rape, rape. and he's following her. And just as he's about to kill her. Swamp Thing just pops back up. Oh, man. And he's got a clothesline fucking loaded up for Ferret. But Ferret, he's got something waiting for him, too. A machete. And he chops fucking Swamp Thing's arm off. Well, yeah, that's the best way to block clothesline. <laughs> yes, I agree. So, With a machete. Yeah, it makes sense. And that pisses off Swamp Thing. <laughs> it pisses him off. So he grabs Ferret, palms Ferret's head. He's a, he almost does a palm like uh, shoot-off. Head no, palm, palm shoot-off? Palms his head. And then, like a fucking young Lou Ferrigno, they're squeezing that cantaloupe. Oh, my God. I was getting red flashbacks when he was fucking hitting on those women, just squishing cantaloupes, just to show how strong he was. And just crushes fucking Ferret's head. And Arcane, uh, she, or, pff, Arcane, he's like, well, I think this can wait another day. Let's just go back home. He's feeling the fear, but he doesn't know how to express it in front of his men. He wants to stay you know, right. wants totally keep... nipples totally flaccid at this point. Yeah, yeah, because danger's a foot. Yeah. yeah, he likes it when danger feels further away, but now it's a little too close. So a target burned down near him, and he was like, "Oh my god, I gotta go hide." So he's gotta go hide at his mansion. He's gotta smoke his pipe. He's gotta play with his ascots. He's gotta check out his underage help. Apparently, <laughs> yes. he, he said he was grooming women yes, or girls rather. Yeah. So Swamp Thing has cabled all to himself now. They're just chilling out, laying in the swamp. Oh, yeah. He's playing with the moss on his chest. Oh, just just toying with it. It grows over a finger and everything. Beautiful special Still, effect. I, I, I want to point out, we. I don't want to give something away later on, but arm's still chopped off, even though he's in the sunlight. But we'll go let that go. And then he's just like, have you ever heard Hamlet? 
Uh, Murray, no, it makes complete sense because he's working on uh, a different kind of sprout, if you will. Oh, wow. And she's like, hey, does, does that hurt? And he's like, you mean my blue balls? No, I mean your arm severed. Only when I laugh. And they have a little chuckle. And she's like, you know what? I haven't been in this filthy fucking swamp water in at least 15 minutes. So I'm going to go get naked and jump in this disgusting water. Oh, yeah. And then we get we see all the curves. Of eight, if you see the bar boobs, of the lingering. music. Oh, here, let, let's pipe in some of this music here as we talk about the, the cranberry the, music, the various cranberry <laughs> music, zombie linger, linger. That, what, is that what we're doing? I, I wanted, I wanted to pipe in the music they're playing. Well, Eight-year-old Tim's like, how about, how about, how about, what's going on? It's like softcore porn music, and we're just watching her bathe, and she's turning again. 10% of her hair, just a little bit. The very bottom of her hair is getting wet. She's not going on. But sometimes she puts her breasts underwater and then pops them back up just so you get that shot of the water slowly shimmering off her body. Perfect sunlight. They did this during the golden hour. It's the details, everybody. You, I never thought Adrian Barbo's boobs could look better, but in these shots, Wes Craven killed it. Yeah. He really killed it. So she does that for about 10 minutes, gets dressed. Put, she- puts on her Becky clothes again. Cause now she's got when when Jude gave her clothes, she gave she, he gave her Becky clothes. So it's like, or no, it's it's like uh, what's Lois Griffin's clothes? Yeah, it's like a t-shirt and slacks. Yeah, and some high heel shoes. <laughs> it's like the same color and everything. And so, like, yeah, just as they're about, to, maybe they're about to fuck. Who knows? That's what Swamp thinks. He's watching her while she's bathing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Again, he's focusing all that energy. Apparently, he hasn't figured out how to. So his swamp senses aren't working at this moment. Mm-mm. And that's Arcane strikes when he. That was Puma's downfall as well when he was focusing all of his tingling energy into his uh, nether antenna instead of his upper antenna. And you know, if you want to stop a swamp thing, you stop him with a net. Stops everybody. It stopped Vadino last week. It stops Michael Dudikoff. It stops Steve James. It stops. What can you do? What's the net side? You can't escape. Bro. You can't escape it. So he gives up immediately. He's just like, "Fuck yeah, you got me." I was so confused. This movie again could have had a better flow to it. So then they leave Cable to her own devices, and she just runs up on him. She's like, "Well, I'm captured again. Whatever, I'll break free." <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And so she just runs up, and she's like, Alec, why did you let us get captured? And I was like, wait, let us get captured? What are we talking about? I don't understand where we are. I don't either. But all I know is Arcane finally has the final notebook. So he's ready to make his own homemade ecto-cooler. He's got the still ready and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Alec, oh, that's an interesting development. Still rubbing a nipple. Do you have the last notebook? Of course, you can have it. And Alex says something like, the only way to get through this is to go through it? He said something like that, <laughs> I and I was like, what the fuck? He's a poet, dude. I mean. Yeah, Ray Wise, he speaks he speaks the God's language so or something. So Arcane's like, let's party! Bitches and coke at my place! So they all head to that fuck. fucking swamp mansion. We, we got some s- weird Middle Eastern music playing. Yes, we have, like, Far East music. <laughs> I recognize those microtonal tones. It's fucking great. You got bing, ba ba bam ba bam bam And we're zooming out on a woman just in, like, a little thong dancing around. Because we, first we're thinking this is, like, a party for, like, the upper elite people. This isn't some sleazy I thought it was Glastonbury's party. party. Yeah, classy fucking party. We yes. Glastonbury's in the background. 
fondling a kitten. Oh, yeah. I see him. He's fingering a, a, a nice uh, first edition of Mein Kampf. <laughs> yes. He's like, you got a first edition? I only got a second. <laughs> Is this signed by Hitler himself? <laughs> and so, yeah, they're just partying and fucking doing drugs. Uh, we get we get ass shaker. Then we zoom out. We got a girl uh, just to his right. So within ten minutes, like we some get eyes wide shut shit se- going on. We here. get several sets of boobs in two minutes, and it's focus on it. It's like the guy is like dancing up on her, and then he gets arms length away and undoes her shirt just so the camera can see her tits. But he's not obstructing them. Very good job, Wes Craven. And then we we turn the camera away and we see this big banquet table. And we see Bruno at one end with his mock turtleneck. Wait, on. a nacho table? Is it was a nacho table? Interesting. And we see it's like I I love it. Like it's very uh, like uh, communistic. We have the working like mercenary guys and like like higher up business people. And of course, you notice and I noticed uh, we lost Ferret in the last scene. Yeah. Did we didn't even we we, we did talk about it. Swamp thing yeah, went fucking nuts on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah cantaloupe. I, I forgot because it was so quick. They don't need to focus on these things because this movie needs to move. And so they have a chair designated for him. They took his bandana and put it on the like it's beautifully like carved uh, wood chair. So there's like a three piece horn structure to it, and they yes. put it right over the horn yes. just for him. How nice! And his sleeveless gloves are there. <laughs> Sleeveless gloves, I love that. Man, I saw a girl yesterday at the Redford Theater who had uh, just the wrist warmers on, and I was like, "What is that? A handless glove?" It's <laughs> like, "What the fuck is?" That? I don't know. It's it's Wonder Woman shit. <laughs> and so yeah, and he's just like, "Isn't this so great?" Thanks to our buddy Bruno who got me the notebooks. He did hand him the notebook. We are going to take over the world or do whatever the fuck we're going to do with this ecto cooler. We're going to control. All of the juice in the world. It's so close. If only he was an energy man, this would basically be Puma Man. It's so and close. He's like, everyone, a toast to Bruno. And they all pour like this drink into this, these chalices they're drinking from. And he's like, brilliant. It's great. I love this Ecto Cooler. Now, what are we going to do about the first specimen? Are you going to take it yourself? <laughs> Myself. Why, dear Bruno, I'm not going to take it. You're going to take it. The guest of honor, of course, will take Is he Broken Matt Hardy? Did I just realize <laughs> Is he Broken Matt Hardy? Is that where they got that from? You're going to take I had a premonition. I gave it to Bruno, our guest of honor. And Bruno's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking? I'm wearing my best white turtleneck today. You kidding me? You poison me? And then Bruno goes into a, a, a curly routine. And he starts drooling on himself and shit. And his buddies are like, Bruno, what the fuck, dude? And then he starts like, his hands are getting all gross and shit. He's drooling. Instead of growing, he's shrinking. And you just. Well, he doesn't see- really shrink. He just falls underneath the table. Oh, he did? Yes. He did. Oh, I, I, I have it memorized <laughs> one way in my head yeah. here. He just. Like, he does. He does something like your dad would do to scare you. He, like, falls underneath the table. And then he bounces back and up. And then a hairy little fucking gross hand goes up, and it's much smaller. And then the fucking little 
troll goblin hairy creature pop. He's had, he does have more hair than he did before. That's, That's true. one positive. That's right. And I and I want to say he must have unstable molecules in his turtleneck because it shifts to this the size of a of a goblin. It's the Hulk wear, you know. Yeah. It always shifts to his size. Right, unstable molecules. That's what Reed Richards created. That's right. Yeah. And I I, I I I think it's interesting because one thing shrinking and another thing shrinking because you saw the fucking huge ass erection. He was into Bruno. He's like my big sexy man turned into a little fucking goblin, and now and my erection. Bruno, as you would expect, is freaking the fuck out. So he. <laughs> Leaps on the table and mounts a turkey. He starts fucking a turkey on top of the table, and I mean, then and then and Arcane's like, "You can't top that. Party's over, people." I think Beat he's it. been listening to a little too much Gigi Allen. <laughs> you gotta calm down on the Gigi. He's been going to those shows. He's been shitting in his hands. He's been throwing it around. He's been getting naked with a little penis everywhere. Little goblin so, penis. Arcane is. He's like, I thought this guy's going to turn into a swamp thing. What the fuck's going on? I need to talk to the swamp thing. I need to go talk to. <laughs> and they bring Cable down to talk because collateral. Right. Swamp, they already know the connection between Swamp yeah, Thing you know and Cable. Swamp Thing ain't going to talk. Swamp Thing is into the big tits and right. curly hair, like perfect helmet-shaped hair. So, so they, they can't use any of the opium skinks. They have to use right. Adrian. So this... Mansion has a dungeon, as they usually do. This mansion has more than just a dungeon, <laughs> which I can't wait to get to. And they got uh, Swamp Thing up on an X, like, crucified. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, what happened? Why? I like that you mentioned he was on the, he, he was basically crucified because Swamp Thing, being Swamp Thing, made himself a little crown of thorns. Yeah. He turned himself nice into touch. a Jesus-like creature. And... A beautifully shot because Arcane's got like a, a like a throne like s- set above the fucking crucif the the crucifix. So he's like beautifully shot scene by Wes Craven because he's oh. standing above the swamp thing talking to him, and he's just like 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 Pontius Pilate, if you will, to get some biblical things. Oh boy, and worst category like, in Jeopardy for me and right he's there. He's just like, uh, what happened? Why didn't Bruno? Turn into how the fuck does Alec Holland know this? By the way, but he's like, why the fuck did he turn into this little goblin? Yeah, he was a hulking man before. Based on you, you were just a twerp in a lab coat, and then you grew into this beautiful monster with intelligence beyond. Da- You're like a beautiful, dangerous strong, woman. Dangerous woman that I want to. Fu- oh, I gotta calm down. Gotta calm down. What? Is it about the ecto cooler? What does it do? What is it? How do I teach these kids? And Swamp Thing just, ugh, you just don't get it, man. All the fucking ecto cooler does is enhances your essence of who you are inside. Bruno was a fucking little bitch in real life. He was a goblin, and this is what he became. So it would happen if. A genius took it, like yourself. And he's like, fuck if I know. I guess you turn into a super fucking human being. Mm. And so fucking Arcane's like, well, I'm a genius. Yeah. He's going upstairs. He's got that nice, beautiful, like, 18-foot oil painting of himself. And he's just staring at it. And he's just like, I will take it. I will drink the Ecto Cooler tonight. I will become a Swamp Thing. <laughs> or something more beautiful. I don't know what. Yeah. So he puts in a little chalice. He goes on the veranda. Sips his ecto cooler. Mm. Beautiful shot. God, Wes Craven. I 
appreciate. So, so much more fun than watching an Avengers movie right here for me. So while that's going on, we go back to the dungeon, and uh, Cable, she's locked up there with him now, and so is uh, Bruno. He's just in there. He's not even locked up. And the guards who used to look up to Bruno, they're just like, hey, you know how it goes, man. Capitalism. Yeah, shit if, happens. Yeah, someone's got to be in the shit, and it's you. I'm getting your pay. I'm getting your food. I get the whole fucking turkey leg now. The one you didn't shit on. Piece of shit. And Cable's like, and now it's like morning time. So there's sunlight coming in through this little window there. Yes. And Joseph, she knows for some reason that he can regrow his arm if he hits. Despite, his, as we were talking about <laughs> earlier, in the middle of like nothing where sun was getting through. Because yeah. swamps are often uh, covered in trees and everything. No, they're in the middle of sun and he's not growing anything. Because he was working on the lower antenna. That's the thing. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. This is his third day as a swamp thing. So maybe he didn't know he had this power. He needed Cable to bring it out. He didn't know like, remember to... when he made your dick grow? Well, it only makes sense your arm would grow. Oh, boy. So he like slowly reaches up, and he barely is getting hit by the sunlight a little. And you see a little twig start to I loved that it. Stump. I loved it. And Wes Craven, of course, gives the audience what they want. A tiny little arm <laughs> shooting out. This is better than Groot. Everyone's <laughs> all about Groot. No, I'm about a fucking swamp thing growing back his tiny little arm. I want a tiny dancing swamp thing arm from my car dash. Instead of a tiny dancing Groot in a plot, pot. <laughs> Fuck Marvel. It's all what? about Swamp Thing, everybody. So what? Uh, and then okay. So Bruno immediately turns. Arcane's taking some time because he's just reading a book, and then a woman comes in with some some chamomile tea for him. Oh, it was Brandy? Because after he finishes, he goes, "Fetch me Brandy, you wench." <laughs> and I want to point out that the the Brandy wench is a Playboy playmate. What? <laughs> who later became a stunt woman. What the fuck? I didn't. You know, I usually I like to do my turn on research. I did not do that. I just, I only reason I wanted. Oh, well, we can we can figure this out on the fly. She's a stunt woman. Yes. Her turn ons, danger, fast cars, roller skates, uh, jogs on cliff sides. What's your turn offs? Turn offs. Uh, watching TV. Uh, turtleneck sweaters. Uh, yachts. She likes speedboats. She wants to, what are they called? Cigar, cigarette boats? Yeah, cigarette boats. She likes cigarette boats. Uh, and her her last turn off is um, communism. Okay. So this is a 1980 Playmate Karen Price. I only wanted to point her out because she has a tie-in to my favorite movie of all time. Oh, she Please. was in Road Warrior. God damn. I thought you were going to be like, I'll tell you next week. I you know, so... but here's the thing. Do you know how she's in Road Warrior? And you can only, I only notice this after getting the fucking HD, ver, like Blu-ray version of Road Warrior. On the helicopter that the gyro captain has, her centerfold is on like one of the tail pieces. So you see the naked body of this woman on his helicopter. Oh man, you've been studying that, yeah. huh? Yeah. Well, she's got she's got some even bigger fucking bar boobs than fucking Adrian Barbeau does. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah, she's freaked out. She sees his hand is all like shriveled up and pus is coming out of the fingertips. Yeah, this is Arcane starting to transform right. everybody. We went on that uh, that Karen 
price. Price side, you know, I had, to, I had to bring us back to Arcane. And his transformation, yeah, his hands are getting all sausagey and exploding, <laughs> like, you know. They're like a sausage. They explode, pus is spraying everywhere. A sausage is usually the intestines they wrap them in are stronger than hot dogs, which just explode immediately. So when That's you why get, I don't eat barbecue hot. I'm, yeah, which barbecue is why you have to be a perfect grill master. Yeah, I've like heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've, We've heard that before. It's bullshit. So, yeah, his hands, his fingers are exploding. Then he starts getting, some, like, a crust on his fucking top of his head. He's looking at himself in the mirror. His blood turns into acid. Yeah, and then suddenly we get another shot of his face, and his hair's, like, frizz <laughs> the fuck out and standing straight what? out. The top of his head is, like, scabbed. It's scabbed over. <laughs> I Do you not like this? It's weird. I've never it's seen this weird, before. It's weird, but, again, maybe it's just because I, I never watched enough movies. And then I watch modern movies, and then I see this shit. I fucking, I was really into it. I love watching practical effects and seeing how people try to, like, ho- like gross you out with horror shit like this. I loved it. So we cut back to the dungeon, and Bruno, he's like, hey, there's a way to get out of this. Oh! There's a way to get out of this dungeon. That's Arcane. He's shrieking out. Yes. You see that, that sconce right there? It's like a video game. Move it to the right and move it to the left, and yeah. then the gate opens. Perfect wiggle. Straight up Tomb Raider shit. It is straight up Tomb Raider <laughs> and shit. And they do it, and lo and behold, it opens. He's like, oh, you're not even forget this. We have a, a natural artesian well in the other room, and that leads to the swamp? <laughs> okay. And so they're heading over there, and Arcane has... He He's is in a cocoon, in a cocoon now, yeah. which, wow, that's where this was going. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just, it's creative. It's, this is why I like the prequels of Star Wars because they're not good, but George Lucas was trying to make a, an original movie. He's trying to do his own thing here, and he's got a fucking werewolf-looking man <laughs> breaking out of a cocoon. Yeah, there's like... Yeah, I don't know what he's supposed to. He kind of looks like a wild boar face. Yeah, with, with a giant like hair going top, down his back. He's got a huge alligator top, body. Yeah. Like he's got scaly body. It's all over the place. He's got a mullet. It, it, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think when they did Bebop and Rocksteady for TMNT two, I think it was kind of had this, but it's got more hair and it's smaller. He's like yeah. the same height and everything, but. He still got his intelligence, like kind of Swamp Thing has. Well, he his. really doesn't have his intelligence because he just freaks out and starts destroying things. He freaks out, starts destroying things. Realize he's not what he thought he was going to be, which I don't know what he thought he was going to be. <laughs> well, he's a genius. Yeah, that means. So did he think it was like Alec? He's, Holland? First of all, he saw two examples of what it could be, and they're all monsters. Yes, they're all <laughs> both monsters. So, and Alec is a genius, and he's even a monster. Yes, he is a green. Maybe he's in a green monster man because he maybe he thought he was going to be a cool green monster man. Well, he's not because it's a horse. So this is the mask doesn't even move. It's just literally a Halloween mask. Maybe he would have been fine if it was wasn't for the hair. Maybe he's one of those hairless guys. That's why he keeps the young girls around. Ugh. I'm sorry. That was ugh. <laughs> But he's freaking out. He's breaking everything. He's ripping chairs in half. He kicks a door in, and he runs over and he grabs a fucking claymore. Yeah, he just—he's might be he's a Highlander. He's got it. He got it in like a frame on his wall. Grabs it and is like, "I'm gonna kill that fucking swamp thing." I fucking love. It. I'm like, wait a minute. You've got these huge fucking claws, like a puma man. You got hands that are claws now. Your hands are claws. You can rip a car in half. And he grabs a goddamn sword. So he goes down. He's like, I know they're going through the swamp portal. Yeah, they have to be. And now we're going into this other set. 
We're going into it. What is going on? It's a dungeon basement or a dungeon dungeon. And it's got a little spiral staircase wrapped around this bubbling pool. And, uh. and Bruno is explaining, yeah, this lives off of, like, the swamp over here. So if you yeah, go down, there's you'll come out. There's water here that, that, the few, fuck? that's for the water for our house, yet it's coming from a swamp. What the just, fuck? They have their own water just, transplant system or uh, whatever. This is, this is where they get Evian. Filtration? Yeah, they get Evian from this. Oh, they get uh, Evian here? Yeah, that's where they get it. <laughs> oh, my God. And so he's like, yeah, it goes out to the swamp. They're like, okay, they believe him. So they dunk themselves in. As they're doing that, Aunt Arcane shows up. Bruno says, well, I got to get back at this motherfucker. So he's a tiny little goblin man now. He dives at his feet and fucking tackles it, you know, does, does a nice little shoulder tackle there and hits him with the old Power Ranger line. Have a nice trip. See you next fall. And then infuriates Arcane. So he chases them. Bruno's like, I guess this is my mansion now. He's just going to stay here in his yeah, goblin mansion. Yeah, this is my mansion now. Those are my wenches now. Everything's mine so now. So we're back to the swamp. Cable and, and Swamp Thing emerge. He told the truth. Yeah. There's a tunnel. And they're like, hey, it's great. We're done. We got to be escaped. And just as they were about to start macking on each other, yep. Arcane Return pops up. Mac. It was just starting up. He just got the boombox playing. And like I want to point out, we pointed out that uh, Cable's hair is dry and wet and dry and wet. So is Arcane's because we see him one time. He's got wet hair and it's dried and it's wet. That's a good call. I didn't even think about that. We get a very awkward fight probably because the at this point the costumes are falling off. They're them. going <laughs> in and out of water. They're both wearing these bulky costumes and everything it makes sense that this is super awkward so they engage the sword gets kind of like knocked away at first they're just kind of like tussling and then swamp thing goes falling backwards and he lands on uh on cable and then uh arcane comes charging at him with the fucking sword and like cables helping Swamp Thing back up, and then Swamp Thing—I don't know if he bailed on or pushed her forward. <laughs> he did a red brown on. He her. did a red brown on. <laughs> yes, he used her as he a shield, did. and and but Arcane did the worst thing you can do to piss off Swamp Thing. He stabbed her in the tit. Oh, we learned this uh, when you at- when Ferret attacked her. Yeah, and chopped says, his arm off. Don't mess yeah. with those titties. D- oh, and he stabs her right in the tit. He's a tit man, and she's like, tit thing rather. <laughs> What are what are Swamp Thing's pronouns? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate it and hate. they. Yeah. And oh. Swamp Thing just enraged by this and just fucking pummels the shit out of Arcane. Oh my god, yeah. Grabs a fucking uh, a stalagmite, I think is what they call them. I don't know why that those are in caves, but somehow they're growing in the swamp. Sure. Pummels the shit out of Arcane and then fucking uh, stabs him with his own sword, slices him open. Frozen Coke starts spewing out of Arcane. I don't know oh, what that God. was. He just visits 7-Eleven a lot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's a big fan. His essence is Frozen Coke. His his uh, mansion was probably next door to 7-Eleven, which no human has ever come near, you know, built on. So he rushes there. He knows he's got the green mile power. Now. Oh, yeah. So he pulls off some moss off his body. Oh, almost oh. done here. <laughs> Okay, so Swamp Thing goes back to Cable, and he knows he's got that Green Mile power now. So he's like, don't worry, I can save these tits. Yeah, he's practiced the Green Mile power on an innocent subject already before. He had to make sure the Green Mile worked. And now yeah. he's going to practice it on someone he so loves. So he pulls a little moss off his back, 
puts it on her tit. See the glowing effect. You know, it's working. It's working so much, it took, it actually not only healed her, it took the stain off her dress. She had no blood on it. It the stain off her dress? And it, it, it dried up her hair as well. Yeah. Because it was a little wet, dried it right out. Right. And she's like... Not Alec. dried out in a bad way. Dried it out into a full lusciousness. Yeah, and she's like, Alec, we can finally be together. He's like, no. I got to live in the swamp by myself for some reason. But you can be a scientist with these hands... I'll be your And he's hands. like, you know what big hands mean. And she's like, Alec, come on. Yeah. I know, I've seen your swamp dick. It's not very impressive. Yeah, it's not that impressive. Your ar- look at your arm right now. Still tiny little arm. <laughs> Stubby arm. <laughs> and he's like, no, I can't. I, I, I got to live in the swamp by myself for whatever reason. Because she's like, I'll be your hands. Man. I'll give you a hand job. I won't, I won't break the beakers. Yeah. I won't break your swamp dick. I want that dick. And he's like, no, sorry. I got to go off in the swamp. And he just, can, think about that. She, where the fuck are they? He just abandons her in the middle of the swamp. It's unmapped. We learned that from the intro. Man. Yeah. This is unmapped territory. I was waiting for Jude to pop up. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> well, Jude does pop up. Oh, he does. He does. Yeah. I forgot about that. I'll because like, he says, yeah, Swamp Thing told me to pop up here. <laughs> what? He does. He says, Swamp Thing told me. Yes. That. Swamp thing. So told he was to communing up. with the, the the swamp lodge. Wait a minute, the swamp lodge? <laughs> I think that's an offshoot of the black lodge, the trash lodge. Oh shit! Okay. All, there's different lodges. Like there's there's different. Like in as in the swamp thing comic, they get into further things. There's the parliament of the green where the trees. And yes. There's yes. one of stone and there's one of fire. Okay. All the elements. And it, what there's there's the swamp element. There's the trash element. There's the the black element. Apparently. Now that we have uh, concluded this movie. Uh, Swamp Thing wanders off and does say, I will be back. Yeah, hoping for a sequel, which we got a few years later, which was horrible. I hear it was horrible. Which had uh, the greatest dancer in the world, Heather Locklear, in it. Oh, she is such a... We were watching that two weeks ago, her dance video. And uh, Arcane comes back. Louis Jordan comes oh, back. Wow, I really? think he plays Arcane in it, too. I don't know how... A human? He's, yes, he's human. Oh, my God. It's it was it's horrible because it's very like they're they're going for like jokes they're trying you know oh, like, they're not no, trying to be serious no yeah. this movie works so well Arkane was good as a villain I liked him as a villain uh, Ray Wise fucking great Adrian Barbeau kills it as an amazing character that also has has you know big tits yeah big tits that's what I meant yeah David Hess kills it as a creep. Kills it as great. There's so much good happening in this movie. They take it very seriously. Jude is a great little comic relief in there. You need one comic relief, and it doesn't need to be a main character. Everything today now is the main character's comic relief. Yeah. I love that Thor Ragnarok movie, but at the same time, it's frustrating, and I can't watch it again because okay. everyone's a joke. Yeah, that's it's, the way it it's is. Just, it's, that's the way to get used to it. It's just not that fun. Like... After watching this movie, I am so excited. I'm I'm getting ready to go back into my boxes. I think I've got them marked off for my Swamp Thing collection. I'm going to go read some fucking Swamp Thing. Nothing else. When I read the Avengers, I don't want to go read comics. I want to be as far away from comics as possible because they're so frustrating. Those movies frustrate me. I don't have I'm not, I don't have that as intense a feeling, but I understand where it's you're just, coming from. I get I get tired. I I hear people talk about how great they are. How it's when it's like when I go to an AEW board and they're like, "This is the Tony Khan is the greatest booker of all time. The storytelling's the best." It's just like if people were just like mild about it, like yeah, it's okay. 
I never hear people say Fast and the Furious is the greatest movie we don't ever. Live, we don't live in a world where anything's okay. It's either the most amazing thing you've ever experienced in your life or total piece of shit. Ride or die. You're with us or you're against us. And that's the mentality I see a lot of places. And I don't give a shit. But you know what you should give a shit about, Griff? Next week's episode. Because we are heading into the world of... I'm sure there's a Japanese word for it, but I don't know what it is. Of Japanese superheroes. Ooh, yeah, we are. Land of the Rising Sun. This was made... But this wasn't made in Japan, Griff. This was oh, really? made... No. This was the Shaw Brothers of Kung Fu movie fame trying to glom onto the, the fad of Japanese superheroes. Wait, I'm, I'm confused. Is this a Shaw production? This is a Shaw production. Okay, thank you. That's what I needed to know. Because at the time, late 60s, early 70s, we had Ultraman. You had whatever. I don't know what Power Rangers were called in Japan, but we had that show. You had Johnny Sacco and his flying robot. And they were like, the Shaw Brothers were like, we got to get in on this shit and make some money. So they came up with their Chinese version of a Japanese superhero, Super Inframan. Oh, yeah. So if you're a fan, if you're of Griff's age or you grew up on Power Rangers, I think you're going to love this. And we have a guy who did grow up that era and who does love Power Rangers coming to join us. Yeah, a real man's man. I mean. The Hulk to our Bruce Banners. Oh, boy. Me and Murray are a couple. We're, we're nerds. We're detail nerds. And right. this man over here, well, in the future, that will be over here. He is, yeah, he's the Hulk. He what? he does have those form-fitting clothes, too, that stretch with him. Right. Because he's always, yeah, oh, man. You want to introduce him, girl? Well, everybody, you know this man. You love this man. He's been on for Commando. Uh, I death believe wish. We had him on for a Death Wish movie, which is the first. And now. Where he uh, blistered the ass of one Jeff Goldblum. Oh, my God. I forget about that every time. He was just Super like. Super Inframan, your, your, your glutes better be looking good. Me and Murray cannot see a, a, an, an ass in the same reference that we uh, did before Joe right. Coleman came on our show because uh, he made us pay so much attention to the ass details. Right. Don't, don't even get started on tans. We'll get into that next week. Oh, there's so much we're going to be doing with Joe. There's going to be, uh, oh, my God. Assuming everything goes to plan, there's tippy taps, there's fucking full episodes. Yeah, a lot of work next week. Everybody get your shit together. Because you're about to fall apart when we hit you with some Joel Coleman action. Super Inframan. Next week, keep it warm.